This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8 7, 7, 6, 5, 4, 4 3, 3, 2, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good morning and welcome to the pre-show. Thank you guys so much for joining us on this Wednesday March 16th, I just realized, I'm like, what a dummy. I wore green the day before St. Patrick's Day. Who does that? <laughs> it's the premature oh. green. You're, you're pre-gaming. You're pre-gaming oh, for St. Patrick's Day. Why did I do that? Now I'm not, I can't wear green two days in a row. <laughs> but so, I, so I can't wear green tomorrow because I wore it today. What a dummy. Why did I do that? I, didn't, I wasn't even thinking about it when I was getting... I always lay out my outfit the night before. So I laid out my shirt and I was like, I'll wear this shirt tomorrow. And then this morning I'm driving in and I was like... Why did I pick a green shirt for the day before St. Patrick's Day? It's St. Patrick's pregame is what you're doing, and no one's going to hold that against you for doing green two days in a row. You can do black can do two that. days in a row. Yeah, you can do green. You can do whatever color you want. Do you have other green? Because I'm limited. I got one green T-shirt. I've been waiting to wear it tomorrow for St. Patrick's Day. Um, I do have another green shirt. I, I have quite a few green shirts. I just I feel like I, I try to rotate my colors. I, I do... I do try to space them out, you know? It's a so dark yesterday green. I was wearing like a, a light blue. Today's a, a forest. It, it is a forest green. And tomorrow I could wear more of like the Kelly green. But I don't know. Does anyone else do that where you try to to space out your colors? I don't like wearing the same color two days in a row. Unless you're right. Unless it is black. Sometimes I go through my black phases where I just wear black, 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 black. You know I'm going through one of those phases. Um but I was just like, you dummy. What are you doing? Stop calling yourself a dummy. It's endearing. <laughs> I, like, say, I like calling myself a dummy. Say, Don't tell me. <laughs> say you endearing soul. You call yourself a Because it is. But that, that's the thing, though. I think because it, it is a very dark green to me. Looking at you, it looks like you're wearing black from here. Oh, it does? Okay. Separate studios. Dim lighting right now. So it does look like on, on the black side. I'm sure once I see you in the light, I'll see, I'll see the green. But go with a lighter green color tomorrow and get in the festive St. Patrick's Day spirit. Do you have any Irish in you? I uh, know. Well, you know, I not that I know of, but I've heard people doing those uh, those twenty three and me's, and then they find out like, oh my gosh, there's a whole other side of my family I didn't know about. So I, as of right now, the answer is no. But who knows? I I have never done one of those before. I know. Just uh, I do have Irish in me. My mom's side of the family is Irish and German, so it's Cuban, Irish, German. Yeah, I'm sure there's more in it. If I did one of those twenty three and me's, we've talked about doing those before, and actually Laura gave me those. Gave me one as a gift for Christmas one year, but just something I, I didn't. 
didn't do it. I know I had this fear and hesitation. And I remember you were going to do it once, but then your mom forewarned you about not diving into the family's she past. She did. She did. And I and I found out why. Uh, I had a I had a little conversation about why, and uh, I, and I understand it. Like I I'm not afraid why, and it's kind of uh, deep to go into. But um, yeah, there's some stuff on her side of the family that I I did not know, and she did not tell me as a young child. What's funny is my dad my dad told me this as an adult like kind of the stuff that happened in the past in my mom's family and he tells me one night after having a couple of drinks he's like you know i just wanted to tell you that you know blah 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 and like opens up and i'm like sitting there shocked and my husband's looking at me like what what did your dad just tell you and i'm like in shock so then i i i'm like i i'm the oldest child i gotta tell my brothers and sisters this stuff like oh my gosh they don't know this in our family history oh my goodness and so i go and i'm like guys i gotta tell you this um what dad told me and they're like oh yeah we knew i'm like what like i'm the last one to know they're like oh yeah he told us that years ago i'm like whatever so yeah it's just i had no idea but nobody told me i was the last one to know that you you never know what you're gonna find i I had a buddy of mine who was uh was always under the premise that they had had native american in his history and his father was very very proud of that to their native american background very very proud 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 and he did one of those 23 and me thingies and came back there was nothing like i don't know where he got that from he didn't tell his dad he's like i don't have the heart to tell him that i don't know where you got this if you got it from your dad grandfather or what but there is zero Native American heritage in our, our family tree. And so he didn't have the, the guts to tell his dad, who was so proud of that because that's how he was raised. And he's like, I don't know where this thing started with the family, but according to 23andMe, it's not in there. I it saw, doesn't exist. I saw a TikTok with that where the family, they all thought they were Italian and they no. were not Italian. <laughs> they had no Italian in them, but they, but they related to that that culture and they lived that mm-hmm. culture. And it's like, okay, you know what? Don't take that away from them. Let them let them live that. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. You, you can't go to your, your dad. Hey, dad, you know all the Native American artwork we have, your historical background? Not true. Yeah, you but, can't you, do that. but you can't take advantage of it also, you know, if it's not true. Oh, yeah. If he's out and about. <laughs> yeah, I want to. Yeah, exactly. Using it to. Yeah. Advantage uh, that I don't know, but he just didn't have the guts to tell his dad the, the backstory of their oh, family. Oh my gosh, yeah, all that for me not wearing green. <laughs> I love it, I lo- I, <laughs> or what? for wearing green, exactly. You, you know? never know where the colors of the day are going to take you. This is good. <laughs> but people are saying, you know, you 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 can wear two green two days in a row. So thank you. That I feel a lot better. I don't know. That's always been my little fashion law that I've had for myself. So uh, we're all about breaking laws on this show, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> breaking the rules. So I expect you to have green tomorrow for St. Patrick's Day. A big big. big St. Patrick's Day celebration. The best part of it is I always forget to wear green on St. Patrick's Day. Always. So I'll probably forget. But now that we've had this conversation, if I forget, that's really bad. That's bad on me. So I'm going to try to remember to wear something green. At least something with a little bit of green in it tomorrow. But you've got your shirt all ready to go. You've been waiting for weeks to wear it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm hosting the St. Patrick's Day party at New York, New York tomorrow. And that starts at 11. So once I I got locked in, I'm like, where's my green? And I do have this one green. I actually had two green shirts. and And one of them is gone. I don't know where it is, so I have one green shirt left, and I've been just waiting. Tomorrow will be the day. I put it on, and uh, I'm good to go tomorrow. So it starts at 11. Are you going to be out there at 11? Yeah. And then all day long? 11 to 2 tomorrow. Okay. Okay. And so everyone, I mean, ditch work, go skip out there, work, have a yeah. good time. Nine Fine Irishmen is, will be outside on the bridge there, and uh, the weather should be great tomorrow, and they've got you know food specials, drink specials, and yes, we'll start broadcasting at live. Wear your green if you want to. Don't wear green, but just, yeah, come join us. It'll be fun tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, there's no 
know, no better place to be than a place called Nine Fine Irishmen on St. Patrick's Day. That <laughs> Where should we sure. go? Yeah, mm. exactly. Well, let's start the show. It is time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. It. Uh, here are your choices. Do you want to hear Loser by Beck? by Bare Naked Ladies. If I had a million dollars If I had a million dollars Well, I'd buy you a K-car A nice, reliant automobile Or do you want to hear Bulletproof by LaRue? This time, Those are your choices. Tweet us with your vote at Mercedes in the AM. You can vote on our Facebook page or you can text or call us. 702-364-9400 is our number. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. I'd be rich. Never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. The first batch of performers for this year's Grammys has been announced. We have Billie Eilish, Lil Nas X with Jack Harlow, Olivia Rodrigo, Brandi Carlisle, and... BTS are set to perform at the Grammys, which takes place at the MGM Grand on April 3rd. BTS, so their concerts start the following weekend at Allegiant Stadium. They're going to be in town for a long time, huh? They are. They're going to be here for a long time. That's a very exciting. I, uh, I I was thinking, too, then the billboards are shortly thereafter. and That's right, it may. And, and there's rumors that they might be sticking around for that, too. So who knows? They might as well get a house out here. Yeah, right? <laughs> They're airbnb in it. <laughs> What would you do if all of a sudden you see the guys from BTS like walking through your neighborhood? Oh my! I would I would cry. I would start crying. I'd be like, please come see my daughters. Forget your daughters. You're like, come see me. Let's no, hang out. No. I'm doing an afternoon tea. Would you guys like to join me? Trevor Noah is hosting, and by the way, John Batiste is the most nominated artist with 11 nominations, followed by Olivia Rodrigo, Billie Eilish, Doja Cat, Justin Bieber, and her receiving eight nominations. Now Kanye West does have a couple nominations, including Rap Album of the Year. What do you think of this? Jake Paul is putting up $60 million to get Kanye West and Pete Davidson to do a celebrity boxing match, guaranteeing each of the guys $30 million. Why are you wasting your time? They're not going to do that. Give me a break. Come on. Jake Paul wants some publicity for himself, so he's trying to you know, put this together. What if Kanye's like, I'm in. He's like, I'm going to space. Might as well have a fight. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, come on. And besides the fact, do you really think that, that that's going to impress Kim? That they're going and fighting Oh, they're fighting, yeah. Come on. Probably think less of both guys I are doing know, it. I know, right? What do you think of these new shows that are coming out? Selena Gomez is developing a series for Peacock inspired by the 1984 John John Hughes classic 16 Candles. It'll be called 15 Candles. Not much is known about it yet, except it'll be a coming-of-age comedy about four Latina high schoolers. And not sure what the connection is to 16 Candles. Does someone's birthday get forgotten in the, in the show? We'll find out. But 15 Candles coming to Peacock. Well, because in the Latina, uh, the, that culture, it's like the quinceanera. 
Is the 16th. That's the big one, right? No, the 15th. The 15th is the big one in in the Latina culture. So, yeah, that's that's a a huge birthday. But I wonder... They have a huge party. Yeah. Do you think the... the, What's the connection to be the 16 candles? They forget... Because it wasn't 16 candles. They forgot the girl's birthday? Yeah, so they'll forget the 15th birthday, I'm guessing. Oh, and then trouble will ensue after that. Now, uh, are you familiar with pickleball? Uh, I only heard about it... Because of the pandemic. Was that the one that everyone was talking about that the courts were open for? Uh, I think so. Was it pickleball or was that a different one? It may have been. I remember we had a comedian on the show who played pickleball. It's kind of like mini tennis mixed with ping pong. Okay, yeah. It's played on a smaller version of a tennis court with a shorter net. You use paddles and a plastic ball. Well, now famous people are going to play for our enjoyment. Stephen Colbert is developing a comedic primetime special called Pickled, featuring celebrity pickleball teams, pickleball teams competing for the championship. And that will air on CBS later this year. Oh, gosh. Now we're really digging deep, aren't we? I'm thinking if you got an idea for a TV show, you might get some traction behind it. We got pick, the Pickleball Celebrity Championship coming up on CBS. Yikes. It's, we're digging. We do have the Grammys, though, coming up on CBS in yeah, a couple weeks. Yeah, I'll watch that. We'll go for that. We'll go for that. <laughs> We've got more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour right around 7.15. Here's Three Doors Down. It's Mix 84.1. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number... 1588. And now, here's your host, Mercedes and Jay-Z. Good morning and welcome to the show. It is 6 o'clock on Wednesday, March 16th. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate you tuning in. How are you doing this morning? Good. Question about air tags, because we talked about these before, that some people use them to track people with the air tags. Yes. That, you got to be careful with those. If you don't know what an air tag is, um, Apple makes them. There's also other ones. Um, there's one called Tile that people may have, and it's basically like you can put them on your keys, on a suitcase, or in your purse, and it's uh, it allows you to track that item, like where they are at all times, in case you are prone to losing things, and that way there's an app on your phone and you can track where those items are at all times and people use it to are using to like track and stalk people yeah like they hide it on your car somehow somewhere and then they can see where where you're at or they they slip it in your bag or something and you don't realize you're carrying it around and then they can see where you're going so laura she's down in austin texas right now for south by southwest she's flying back this morning and she she was out with some clients and doing some stuff last night she got home late i was talking on the phone when she got home Uh, she woke up this morning though and she turned on her iphone and she got a notification that someone's airpod pros have been detected nearby and she started freaking out she said, why, why are these now popping up i'm like you sure it's airpod pros not air tags she's like no it's like the airpod pros the fancy kind they're just but they're now all of a sudden detected so she searched her stuff searched the room couldn't find anything so we're thinking is it someone in the room next to her that the thing is picking up Cause it, cause it said she said it could see her location so she started to trip over the whole thing it's kind of weird to see that but then i'm thinking what would someone use an airpod pro to track somebody that's a kind of expensive way to track somebody but to wake up and turn your phone on and to find someone's AirPod Pros detected on your phone, it had to be the room next door, would it not? Yeah, I, I, I don't think you can track anyone with your AirPod Pros. I think you just either that or someone left them in the room um, on accident and they're just detected. That's happened to me before where like, I, just recently when we were flying back from... Um, from Anaheim mm-hmm. and I was on the plane and I turned on my phone and it's like AirPod it was I don't think it was even pros it was just like uh, AirPods want to connect with you do you want to connect and I'm like no I don't these are not my <laughs> I, I don't want them to listen to my phone um, so I think yeah they were probably either in the next room and the walls are very thin or maybe someone accidentally no they because they'd have to be opened so someone had them opened 
Um, so yeah, I would say next room. Yeah, it has to be, yeah, sure. okay, yeah, because they have to be open for it to be detected. If, yeah. it's, if it's shut in just the case, you're not going to pick up on it. So it had to be the next room. And if it wasn't picked up the first couple of days, maybe that it's a new person checked in last night or something. But she woke up, they kind of weirded her out, weirded her out. I'm I like, can understand that. Yeah, all of a sudden it's on your phone. I'm like, the air tags are the ones that people trace, but I don't know about the the AirPod Pro. But that's how the morning started for her, and she was literally checking out, walking in, getting an Uber. She's at the airport, flying back, so all as well. But kind of a freaky thing to wake up to when you're staying by yourself in a hotel. Yeah, it's like, well, who's in this room listening to their AirPods? What's going yeah, on? Who's I, here? Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you can track there. You can track your AirPods, but um, yeah, unless uh, she didn't get it once she left, right? It no, was just there. You know, I got to double check because she checked in with me when she was in her Uber, and that was like she checked in when she was at the airport. I haven't spoken about it to her since. So I'll check in to see if she was still. Yeah, because if she's still picking up on it and she's in the Uber by herself, then there's some honor. Yeah, then there then might be an issue. Honor. Yeah. yeah, so I, I would check on that. But um, what an expensive way to track someone! Like I'm gonna <laughs> give them not just their regular AirPods, but AirPods Pro. Let's give them the good ones to track them with. Yeah, I'm sure there's cheaper ways to stalk someone than using the most expensive AirPods out there. But. Yeah, that's uh, that. Either way, it's some. Um, scary stuff there's some weird people out there and especially when you know you're single not single woman but you're traveling by mm, yourself yeah. uh that's some scary stuff so she's on her way home today yeah she's flying back this morning she's on getting on her flight right now flying back to vegas so a quick little south by southwest set west like there's two parts there's like the music part and the tech part she was there for the tech part i think the music festival part of it starts tonight uh, in austin texas lots of music festivals happening <laughs> let's talk about this real quick there's Tickets for you to go see the script. We have them in about 15 minutes. And that's with the early edition of Heads Up. We also have Two Truths and a Lie happening at 6.30 this morning. And we also have What's Trending. What do you got for us? Well, speaking of, <laughs> the Life is Beautiful lineup is out. We're going to talk about that this morning. Also, Kylie Jenner confesses that motherhood the second time around has not been easy. And Reese Witherspoon is bringing a bottle to you. We're going to talk about that coming up next in What's Trending. It's Glass Animals Heat Waves, number one song in the country. It is Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the Morning. Those tickets for you to go see the script in about five minutes. Mercedes in the Morning's What's Trending on Mix 94.1. Life is beautiful. It's trending this morning. So the list of performers for the Downtown Las Vegas Festival was released yesterday. And here are your headliners. The list includes Arctic Monkeys. Also performing at Life is Beautiful, Jack Harlow. Brand new whip, just hopped in. I got options. I can pass that like Stockton. Just joshing. I'm spending this holiday locked in. My body got ready. Also on the lineup, Kygo. Nikos is on there. You have Cage the Elephant. 
just the headliners there are a lot of other acts that were announced yesterday the three-day event's going to be held in september nearly 180,000 people are expected to attend tickets go on sale officially this friday at 10 a.m it's such a fun event there's great food there's so much art there's just great people down there we went last year just for one night and for one show only my wife wanted to see glass animals so we went down there for for glass animals and it was awesome it's just a good vibe down there it's just yeah it's a fun hang you know whether you're there for the music the food the people watching the art uh it's just fun hang we went down there um two nights we were gonna go the third but i was just so worn out <laughs> that third by the third in a day I, a was lot. Like, I can't go down another day but yeah it was so much fun so um there were i noticed on the lineup uh there were a couple of names blurred out so i'm wondering if there's going to be some additional announcements made here soon oh like they were kind of placeholders or there's teasing us with the blurred yeah, out yeah there were some blurred oh. out yeah so i was like what why why are those blurred good out eye, we'll see eye. we'll see so that's uh trending this morning kylie jenner is trending this morning she's opening up about her struggle with postpartum life following the birth of her son. So she opened up on her Instagram stories yesterday and talked to fans about what she's been going through following the birth of her son, Wolf Webster. In a series of clips she's seen walking on a treadmill and she says, I just want to say my postpartum has not been easy. The experience for me personally has been a little harder than with my daughter. It's not easily mentally, physically, spiritually. She also said she felt it was important to share the truth because she wants other moms going through it to know that it might look easier for other people but it hasn't been easy for her. And she just wanted them to know that they're not alone. She added, it's okay not to be okay. Once I realized that I was putting some pressure on myself, I just kept reminding myself I've made a whole human, a beautiful, healthy boy, and we have to stop putting pressure to be back, not even physically, just mentally after birth. It is a trip. I mean, ladies, you're growing a human being inside of you. I can only imagine what the, the hormones and everything else that you go through once that child is out and the whole process of it too. It's, I mean, it's, it, it is is a process you ladies go through. Did you have to deal with postpartum depression with either one of your girls? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think you go through some level. I think everyone goes through some level mm-hmm. of it, whether it's a, a, a small level or, or a big level. It's it's just difficult to bounce back. And, and I'm glad she, she said something because especially celebrities, they make it look so easy. Like they have a baby and then boom, I'm back. Oh, look at me. It's like, <laughs> this is my next project. Wow. How did you do that? And meanwhile, I'm here and I've got, you know, uh, I've got spit up on my chin and I can't even shower. I haven't showered for four days. Like, how, how do you how do you look so put together? You know, so it's nice to hear her be real about something. And that spit up is not even from your kid. It's your own. You're oh, just my so busy. gosh. Ah. Yeah, I'm like barfing on myself. So <laughs> oh. so that is trending this morning. And then Reese Witherspoon is trending this morning. So the actress is making the most out of her entrepreneurial skills and partnering with Simi Winery for her own editor's collection Rosé. Now, the connection, her book club, the new wine is described as an elegant, pale pink, medium bodied blend with light fruit flavors for a dry Provence style wine. The new rosé was developed by Simi's female led winemaking team with the help of the heroines of Reese's book club. It's going to sell for $18 and 99 cents and is available at stores nationwide and the Simi website. And part of the profits are going to actually benefit the readership. Reader, Reese's 
uh, book club efforts to support literacy. So that's pretty cool there. And that is what's trending. Here we go. We want caller 20 right now. Grab your phone. 702-364-9400. You're caller 20. You're playing heads up and we got a cool prize for you. Yeah, we're giving you a pair of tickets to see the script. Just now Mix 94.1 presents the script at the House of Blues on April 1st. We want to send you. All you got to do is be caller 20 right now. Pick your category. Pick your partner. And if you are caller 20, you get to play. 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Okay, our contestant is Jewel. Good morning, Jewel. Good morning. You're caller 20. You get to play Heads Up. We've got these tickets to see the script. We want to make you a winner. Are you ready to pick your category? Awesome. Yes, I'm ready. Okay. Do you want to go with set your clocks forward, white chocolate, or planters? Uh, Let's go ahead for white chocolate, please. White chocolate it is. Okay. The color white day was on Monday. So these are all objects that are the color white. Okay? (laughs) Okay. Okay. Who do you want to pick as your partner? Uh, you, please. Okay. All right, here we go. Jewel, 60 seconds on the clock. It's six correct. You're going to go see the script. You start now. This is a beautiful bird. It's a, The ugly duckling turns into a... A, uh, du- a, no, a goose? A beautiful... Um, uh, there's a, Wand. Yes. This is... Um, you, you eat this with, like, with Chinese food. You might have a side of white. Right. Yes. Um, this is what a bride wears. She wears a... Uh, dress? Uh, what kind of dress? A wedding dress? Yes. Um, th- this is um, what you put to make things sweeter. You put this in it. Sugar? Yes. This is, um, do you want to build a, one of these? Snowman? Yes. Um, this is Mary had a little... Lamb? Yes! Nice. You got it! Congratulations! Yay, thank you. Great show for you, Jewel. Tickets to go see the script. Mix 94.1 presents the script that shows House of Blues on April 1st. So congratulations to you. If you want to go see the script, we'll have your tickets again tomorrow morning at 625. And up next, it's Wednesday morning. Are you ready for this? Two truths and one lie. Yes. Two of us are going to tell you the truth about something, but one of us, one of us has to lie to you. And I think we always feel bad when we have to lie, but it's like, it's part of the game. It's the game. Yeah. We, yeah. You can't get mad at us for lying. We're supposed to. <laughs> yeah. Don't get mad at us for telling you the lie. That's the game. Can you tell who's doing what? We'll be live streaming on our Facebook page if you want to check it out. That's coming up next. It's Mix 94.1. The game is two truths and a lie. So you've heard of it. Yeah, yeah, because babies play that at their birthday parties. Okay, whatever. It's a good game. Two truths and one lie is on. Two of us will be telling you the truth about something. One of us is telling you a lie. Can you tell who is doing what? Let us know. You can call us or text us if you've figured it out. 702-364-9400. You can also watch us as we live stream right now. Uh, So we've all predetermined. We've got our little sheet of paper that uh, tells us who's doing what. Anyone want to volunteer to go first this morning? 
I'll go first. Okay. You got 30 seconds on the clock to tell us okay. tell us your little story, and we'll determine if you're telling the truth or telling a lie. Go Where's ahead. Where's my little clock here? Where's the clock? Start the it? timer. Okay. And we start. I'll try to be as quick as possible. While living in D.C., I uh, auditioned to be a fashion model. I'm very embarrassed by this. I was at the gym one week, and a guy came up to me, and he says, have you ever thought about being a model? And I said, no, get out of here. And like two weeks later, he came back up to me again. He's like, dude, really, you have a look. I think you should be a model. Come to my agency tonight, like five o'clock. I'm like, you know what? What do I have to lose? Maybe I'll meet some new people. So I get there and I walk into his, his office and uh, it's a casting call. It's one of those model agencies where you bring little kids. There's like 50 kids in this hallway. The embarrassing part is I still went through with the audition. <laughs> you went to a kid's audition? I did. It was so embarrassing. The best part of this whole story was watching Steph's reaction. Yes. You've got to be on the live stream Oh for my this. gosh. Because Steph's reaction the whole time, first she was like, oh God. And then it turned into pure laughter. When you... <laughs> I, it's hard for me to not express my facials. It's, if I'm mad, if I'm angry, if I, it's just, I just think it's funny. Steph, I mean, this guy was like, I'm like, what? I got to lose it. Kind of, I'm thinking I'm going to like you know some agencies. His office is one on one. I walk in. There's 50 plus kids. But instead of turning around and going home and going, this is some kind of casting call. Do they take your money? I went through with it and walked on a catwalk, and it was just it was awful. Oh man, I get chills. I am so embarrassed that I said this story. Did you bring a headshot with you? No, it was like you go. I, I'm assuming they were going to take because I didn't have headshots or anything like that. I'm assuming they were going to take pictures or something of us there. I thought it was going to be a whole thing, but uh, yeah, it was uh, nothing but these kids. And then there's there's me, dopey me. Walking on a stupid catwalk in front of these these people. It was just, he was getting paid to bring people in, and I showed up. It's so cringy, it's believable. Like, it's just, it's one of those stories where it's like, oh, I don't want to, I, I don't want to argue that it one. Come to me at the gym. You want to be a model? Sure, oh, idiot. All right. Okay, I'll go next. All right. You got my th- my 30 yeah, second clock start going? start now. Okay. Um, once when I was a little girl at church, I found this beautiful little ring with a butterfly on it on the floor, and I was like, oh, wow, this must be a sign from God. I should have this ring. About 10 minutes later, everyone, everyone's like, has anyone seen a ring? It belongs to so-and-so. And I I, I hid the ring in my pocket, and I didn't give it back. And it, you thief! And to this day, it haunts me that I never... No. And it happened in the church. No! Under God's eyes. I know. You stole something. <gasps> yes. Do you still have the ring? Uh, probably somewhere in my mom's house. You didn't think of taking the ring out as you're leaving church and throwing it on the ground so the rightful owner no, would get it? because I, I loved it. And I felt like, even though I lied, like, I wouldn't have found it if God didn't want me to find it. God put it in front of you. <laughs> that was the rationale. In God's house, God put the ring in front of you. That was my whole reasoning. For, Wait. But then I thought maybe that was a test and I failed the test. Exactly. <laughs> Did you ever wear it? You said no? Yeah, I, I wore it every day. But your parents never said, Wait, that's a butterfly ring. And at service last Sunday, they no, were missing one. I was in Sunday school. They were in the church part. I was in the, oh, the kids, oh, kids section. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, didn't, they didn't ever know that. They didn't ever know. That yes. little girl is still like, oh, I, can, I know this girl stole my ring. Yeah. That yeah. takes a certain character to steal under God's eyes, Mercedes. I know. I know. I'm not proud of it. Okay, Steph, you're next. Let's move okay. on. I don't even want to talk about this. <laughs> right. Okay, Steph, go Count ahead. Me down, 30 seconds. Go. All right. So on Monday after the show, I needed to get gas. And James is always the person that puts gas in my tank. I don't remember the last time I, I gassed up for myself. So I go through Costco and I do the normal thing. I'm actually talking to my mom at the same time because she wanted to catch up. So uh, I noticed that it was done. And then I'm leaving the gas station. And I turn on. And I, when I turn on my car, it's still empty. So I'm like, what the heck? I call the bank. The bank's like, yeah, your 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 process never went char- never went through. Turns out 
I never started my gas. <laughs> so I had to go back around <laughs> and do it again. I'm like, what the heck? What a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> that actually sounds like something I would do too. That's, that's and that's a lack of sleep is what it is. Yes, someone needs someone needs to get a good night's sleep. Yeah. That Momo's keeping you up too late, Steph. Yes, gosh. Okay, seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. Who's telling the truth? Who's lying? Katya says, "JC, I believe you." <laughs> it's just so it's so bad. Uh, Katya says, "Mercedes, don't feel bad. We all did that when we were kids. You're telling the truth." Uh, let's see. Tyler says, "Mercedes is lying. Probably still have her. Probably sus." Well, so am I lying or we're telling the truth? Like, which is which? Um, let's see. This one says, uh, Frank says, got to guess it's going to be Steph today. Truth teller number one, where are you? Oh, my gosh. It was you. The fashion model. Oh. <laughs> First time it comes up to me at the gym, I said no. Second time, a couple weeks later, what do I got to lose? My dignity? We oh believed you from the get-go on that Oh, one, it was dude. Mercedes. It was awful. 50-some kids. I should have laughed. I still did it. I'll never forget that moment. Truth teller number two. It's me. I stole it. I you see it in front of God. I thought this was a lie the entire time. I, 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 I'm going to carry that for the rest of my life. I feel terrible Stand about back. It. Lightning is about to strike. I know. I know. Don't <laughs> remind me. Steph, I'm so glad that didn't really happen. You, you lied. Yes, I did oh. lie. It actually happened to a friend of mine, and I was like, oh, I'm stealing your story for two truths and a lie tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, it happened to her. And I'm like, you dork. Had to go back in line and get gas again for her. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is hilarious. We do it every Wednesday, so uh, someone's got to lie. And uh, this week it was Steph. So up next is the hot three. What do you got for us? All right. More Americans, especially parents, are stressed out more than ever. We're going to talk about that. This consumption of this is at an all time high. What is it? And a woman is arrested for doing this to her neighbor. We'll tell you what it was coming up next in the hot three. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You're going to Disneyland. Make sure you're here at 940. We've got your tickets to Disneyland. Pretty cool stuff. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. And Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less speed. The past couple of years have been stressful for everyone. A new survey reveals just how bad. 
stress levels have gotten, especially for parents. The American Psychological Association's Stress in America poll finds that things like inflation and the pandemic are affecting American stress levels. 87% of the people polled say that rising um, costs of necessities have them troubled. About the same amount say that a constant stream of crisis um, without a break over the last two years have taken a toll on their mental health. What's up? Oh, it was loud. Yeah, it's been nonstop. Oh, I know. Just thing after thing after thing. There was a similar story that we did uh, a a few days ago about this, how there was just like, first it was like the pandemic and then there was like gas prices and then there's like supply chain issues and then now there's a war and like just one thing after the, can we just stop living through all these like things that we're going to read about in history books? (laughs) <laughs> oh, I saw the meme about, you know, God bless the kids that are when they're 20 years from now having to study this time in history of everything that's going oh, on. Like, yeah. What the heck? They're oh not going to be able to keep up. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> what went now during that time frame? Well, parents, they have it particularly hard due to concerns on how everything is affecting their kids. 70% worry how the pandemic has impacted their children's social and academic development, as well as their emotional health. 68% say they're concerned about how um, the past two years have affected their kids, kids cognitive and physical development. And when it comes to sources of stress, parents are more likely than non-parents to cite money as a stress, um, the economy as a stress, and housing cause as, uh, or housing costs as a stress. How was it for you with, like during, and just parents, how was it when you, you have your, your two girls during everything that was going on, during lockdown, they're not seeing their friends, I mean, you're trying to monitor your kids' mental health and all at the same time maintain your mental health. How did you juggle everything? It was it was it was hard. I I don't know how to put it. I I mean, actually, that's putting it nicely. It was really a challenge. Mm-hmm. It was um, I I felt helpless. Um, they they went through a real tough time. It's so funny that this is coming up because my one of my daughters and I were talking about this last night and how um, especially that summer of 2020 was one of the toughest toughest times in her life for her. She she just like opened up to me when we were having like a heart to heart about it last night, and uh, she was just like that was probably one of the hardest times in my life. She's just like I I I realized how strong I was that I could I got through that. She's like if I could get through that summer I I. Really realize I can get through anything because she goes, that was the hardest thing I've ever been through. Just the isolation and the uncertainty and all of that. And we were like in tears. I was just like, oh my gosh, you know, it was, it was really challenging. Well, of her mindset too, that, and that applies for, for every kid listening right now too. look what you went through, look what you were able to survive yeah. and to get through. And if you're able to get through that, this is so much about your, your personality and who you are as a human being that you, if whatever the next challenge is, you look back on that, you'll be able to get through it. You'll be able to get through the darkness. It's It, it, it was a tough time, but and, and it's not over for a lot of people, too. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. You know, it, it's, it, it's just you feel so helpless. You just want to take all the problems and take them on yourself, and, and you wish you can't. You, you could do that, but mm-hmm. you can't. And so I don't know. I don't know how to even put it into words. If, if, if you're a parent, do you know what I'm talking about? It's just you, you want... You want to put it all on you, and so they don't have to deal with it. It's, it's, like it's you have such a, a hurt. Superpower you know? to suck away. They're yeah. oh, this is hurting right now. 
I just, Give it to me I'll, so you can just I'll be a kid. It, yeah. Yes, I'll handle it. Uh, also this morning, it's no secret that Americans love their coffee, but just how much may be a bit shocking to you. Uh, coffee consumption is at a two-decade high. 66% of Americans say they drink coffee every single day. That is up 14% from January of 2021. And those numbers point to more coffee drinking than any other beverage, including tap water. <laughs> like We're drinking more coffee than we are tap water. That's crazy. 84% of coffee drinkers are consuming their, consuming their coffee at home compared to 80% in pre-pandemic January. Uh, coffee consumption away from home has increased 8% since January of 2021. So what kind of coffee is America drinking? Cappuccino and lattes, they're tied for the most popular coffee drink, followed by just plain espresso and cafe mochas. 43% of coffee drinkers enjoy specialty coffee, which is a five-year high. And 41% of coffee drinkers just use drip coffee makers, followed by single cup systems like Keurig's, cold brews, and espresso machines. I'm sorry, was Folgers instant coffee? Where's that on the list? Because that's my style at the house. Um, Scoop of Folgers and hot water. I would throw that in like um, a drip coffee, even though it's not really drip. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not 80. Let's just just throw it in there. When was the last time that you mentioned drinking coffee more than tap water? When's the last time you went home to your house and had tap water, unfiltered tap water right from, right there from the kitchen faucet? When's the last time you had that? Um, well, I brushed my teeth with tap water. I'm talking to fill up a glass and drinking it. Um, I did that at my mom's house the last time I went to Denver because I like Colorado tap water. It tastes good. It it tastes different than oh, than you know, tap water. You, you could probably bottle that stuff and sell it down here. I'm talking Vegas. Oh, it's know. been ten uh, plus fifteen years for me. What do you think I am, Evil Knievel? I, I don't do stuff like that. Talking I, about living on the edge. I, I, don't, I don't. You know, I'm not a risk taker. Come on. If we still did radio. I'm kidding. Tri- I'm kidding. <laughs> Southern Nevada Water Authority. Well, didn't we do a water Las test? Vegas, yeah. Didn't you like it? Didn't we do a water test? And I had tap water, and you said it was the best water ever. I don't know no. if I said it was the best, um, <laughs> but I don't think it's as bad as everyone one says i just don't personally go it's not my go-to number one <laughs> no i'd rather eat dirt no it is good water I, I, if given the choice between tap water and arrowhead i take tap water <laughs> i love arrowhead water i know you do it is so good it's it. rich it's like a fine wine i can't stand it to me it's like taking drinking mud <laughs> do you want you want to drink some mud here have, have, have arrowhead <laughs> finally this morning a florida woman was arrested saturday afternoon for allegedly shooting a neighbor in the face with a water pistol According to police, 40-year-old Renee Bolduck was inside her residence um, at her home in a mobile home park in St. Petersburg when Nicole Hosmer walked, walked past her the property. Um, apparently, Bolduck exited her home, stood on the porch where she took a water gun and squirted the victim in the face. Apparently, the, the lady never went on to the defendant's property. She didn't make any sort of aggressive statements, but didn't matter. She started squirting her in the face because she was upset that the victim was walking on her street. Um, apparently, the victim lives a few lots away from uh, from Bullduck in the same development. Uh, they they made sure to say that she was not injured in the shooting. I should hope not that she was not injured by the water gun. But can you believe this? She was arrested for misdemeanor battery and booked into the county jail, which from which she was re- released later. And after she posted five hundred dollars bond, the water pistol was not seized by the sheriff's deputy, but. 
but um, did you know you could be arrested for shooting a neighbor with a water pistol? You're leaving at the part that it was Arrowhead water and they shot him in the face like, oh, that no. Is, that is full blown. <laughs> That's why. Like, grounds for <laughs> throwing her. Throw the book at her. <laughs> Next hour, new music from Shawn Mendes. I'll tell you more about it in the dirt at 715. Mix 94.1. It is 7.02. So we're getting some texts about two truths and one lie this morning. Um, some confessions were made, and I, I I was really debating whether or not I was going to bring this one up for my truth. And a lot of people are saying, hey, I actually really appreciated this one. Uh, where, where did it go? Someone just messaged me. Mercedes should call her mom and tell her what she did. And then someone else said, don't worry, Mercedes. We've all done that as a kid. My, I could confess this morning something that I did as a child and I'm not proud of it and it's haunted me to this day but when I was a kid and I was in Sunday school and first of all my parents did not take me to Sunday school on a regular basis I don't know why they decided to take me that day it was a one-off deal we were not consistent about going to church I don't know what, why all of a sudden we were like, oh, let's go to church. Like they were very willy nilly about going to church. So, but we did live across the street from a church. So we literally just had to walk right across the street. So I was in Sunday school and I, I was just standing there. We were like in this cafeteria area doing some stuff. And I look on the ground and I see this ring and it's, it was, it wasn't valuable. It was literally one of those like adjustable by squeezing it kind of things, but it was valuable to someone I'm sure. And there was a butterfly on it and the butterfly was like blue and I saw it on the floor and there was no one around when I found it. And I just kind of looked around and there's no one there. And I was like, yeah, cool. So I put it on my finger and I was like, yay, I got a ring, blah, blah, blah. And I just remember thinking, thanks God for the ring. That that was nice. And so not 10 minutes later, I hear one of the Sunday school teachers like, oh, let's see. Has it, did anybody find a ring with a butterfly on it? And my heart sunk. I was like, (gasps) and so what did I do instead of being a good little girl and saying, I did, here it is. I slyly removed it from my finger and held it in my hand and (laughs) did not return it. And it haunts me to this day. What a rotten kid I was. How could I take that? Some little girl was looking for that and I took it and I wore it for like two months after that but now i look back i'm like man that was wrong and in a church no less that was my kid confession but i actually do feel better now that i got it off my chest i just feel like an awful person for doing that i think this is a good thing kid confessions 702-364-9400 because you were a kid you didn't know better now as an adult your mindset is oh i found this ring here let me give it back to you let me do the right thing as a kid you're not processing these things and i think maybe everyone out there listening if you're being honest, was in kind of this situation. So call now as an adult and get it out there. Put it out there. So Mercedes, you, you feel bad. You, you've told us about your, your, your stealing of your sins and your confession. And I think all is fine now. You as an adult know you did wrong as a kid. And you, you're now telling younger Mercedes that is wrong. You should have turned the ring over. So all, I think all is good now with the universe. Does anyone else have a, uh, a, a kid confession that you want to make? No judgment. Get it off your chest where you're like, okay, 
I did it. It was wrong, but I, I'm getting it off my chest now. Uh, clean slate. Now you don't have to carry that guilt around. 702-364-9400. Do you have one? I do. Um, we went to a baseball card shop. Me and my buddy Gordon and all the kids of our neighborhood collected baseball cards as we were kids. A lot of kids did that back then. And we went to this. There was a, ba- there was a flea market in town, and there was a little baseball card card shop inside. They sold football cards. They sold everything. And we're in there, and uh, Gordon was like the troublemaker of the neighborhood. But him and I were good friends, and we're down there and my nickname was beagle he called me beagle um and he goes beagle watch this and he slides off his shoe and this is before cameras and stores he slides off his shoes he takes the baseball card that he's looking at and he drops the baseball card in his shoe and puts his foot back in the shoe <gasps> no one sees it happen I'm like wow baseball card so what did i do and it was like a gary carter baseball card same thing slid my shoe off dropped the baseball card in my shoe put my foot back on we looked around the store for a couple more minutes, looked at some baseball cards, buy the other, we walked out of there. We stole baseball cards. Oh, that's so disappointing, but I'm glad you got it off your chest. Thank you. I don't think you've ever confessed that. I don't think I have. We've talked about stuff, stealing stuff before, but you never, you never confessed that. I may have said how Gordon did it, but I never, I don't think I ever said how I did it too. I was part of the action. <laughs> <laughs> I may have told that story about Gordon stealing baseball cards and how clever it was, but I was right there with him. The thing was, though, like, we're, we're, we're such dopes. Like, we were so nervous after stealing those cards that we walked out of the baseball card shop that we didn't take the cards out right away. We kind of walked around the flea market a little bit more, waited for our parents to pick us up, drive home, and then we took the cards out. So by the time we took the cards out, they were, like, all sweaty and stuff. But still, I stole a baseball card from the baseball card shop. In oh, town. That's, that's wrong, but you just righted it by confessing. <sighs> I don't know if you write it. I don't know if I write it, but we just confessed. 702-364-9400. Your kid confession. Brian, what did you do? Um, so my name is Brian. I uh, was out in the desert playing with a cousin and a friend. I uh, grew up in Las Vegas. And uh, for some reason, I was going home before they were. And on the way home, I found some matches. And I lit uh, a little fire right by a bunch of these bushes that were out in the desert. They were big, like almost trees. And uh, it got really big, and I got scared, and I ran away. I ran home. And then I waited about a half hour for my cousin and my friend to come home, and they never did. And I was wondering what they were doing. So I went back to look for them, and the fire department was there putting the fire out that I created. Oh, no. Um, your name is not Brian. It is uh, Bob. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, oh, my gosh. So did it? No one was hurt. Okay, that's what I was going to say. Like, it, it was just relegated to the desert. It, it, but still, resources had to be yeah. used. <laughs> oh, oh uh, wow. I never told them. I never told anybody. And now you just told Las Vegas. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I told everyone. <laughs> Brian, that took a lot to get yeah. that off your chest and, and to realize what you did was wrong. I mean, it's hard to admit this stuff, and, and you carry that for a long time. It's kind of like, oh, get it off your chest. He's got it out there, and, and now you know, kids, don't be doing what Brian yeah, did. It's not don't. the right thing. Don't do what Mercedes did. Don't do what I do. Learn from these lessons. Yes. There's still things I do as an adult. Don't do what I do. <laughs> um, let's talk to Allison. Allison, what is your kid confession? So I was probably seven, and I loved candy, so I wanted to steal money from my parents' piggy job. Oh, gosh, this is good, and we lost you. Okay, wait, wait, wait. You, okay, we lost you. You stole money from your kid's piggy bank, or your, your parents' piggy bank. 
Yes, and I blamed it on my brother, and they kicked him out of the house. <gasps> oh, dear Lord. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Did you, did you ever confess to them? No. Hey, what about your brother? No. Did your brother ever confront you? Because obviously he knew he didn't steal the money from the piggy bank. What did your brother say? Uh, he he just kept saying, "I didn't do it. I didn't do it." But he was he wasn't a good kid, and I was I was a really good kid. So they didn't even question it. They just believed it was him. Oh wow! I feel so bad for your brother. Like, what happened to him? Oh, to wait. be honest, I don't he died know. in a oh. motorcycle accident. So. Oh, no. I'm sorry. The second I asked yeah. that question, <laughs> I wish I didn't. Oh, okay. I'm so it was a sorry. a lot of years ago. Allison, it's I'm so okay. sorry. That is terrible. Oh, my gosh. You know when you say something and you want to take the words back? I think we all, as you're saying, we all heard the alley. Yeah, like, <laughs> we live, we want to hear confessions. Good. Yeah, and Allison called in. She confessed everything, and we're so sorry for your family's loss, Allison, and, and you, you got things out there. I'm just I'm still stuck, kind of stuck the fact that your parents had a piggy bank. <laughs> well, we have a piggy bank, but we just call it a, a sparklets bottle. <laughs> we That's a good point. That actual pig, yeah, we all have that, I guess. <laughs> Coming up here in the dirt, we got new music from Shawn Mendes, where he's teasing new music. I'll tell you about it here in about 10 minutes. This is Justin Bieber with Ghost on Mix 94.1. We never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Well, Sean Mendez is teasing fans with new music. Mendez shared a short snippet of a new tune on TikTok. Here's what Sean Mendez put out. Now there's... No word on the name of the song, but the clip shows Sean listening to it on his phone before you hear the transition into video of him recording it in the studio. Have you heard anything about this new Sean Mendez? No, song? I have not heard anything about a new Sean Mendez at all. Yeah, I would tell, I'd totally tell you I haven't heard anything. Hey, going back to Monday, yeah, that, that Alanis Morissette released a new song. It's called Olive Branch. And It's a great sound. I know you've had some music meetings. Any traction on New Atlantis, or is that just kind of sitting out there? Um, no, they're not. They're not pushing that one right now. That's uh, not something that they're working right now. The, something that's on my radar that I'm really liking is um, uh, a group called the band Camino. Have you heard of that? Do we have it in the system? It should be in there. Uh, it's a. Uh, it's a group that we just added, um, and I really, really like their sound. Uh, the song, it, it should... Um, let me see if we have it. Are you type it over there? Um, Camino? Oh, hold on. El Camino. I, El, El like Camino. It. Yeah. I'll take, I'll take it from oh, Okay, you got it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the song's called I Think I Like You, and uh, I, I love this song, and we just added it on Mix 94.1 this week. It's a fun song. I don't know. You'd listen to, like, the first 10 seconds and give me your impression, okay? I've never heard this, but it's going to be like... That's why I like it. I want to just get okay. your first impression. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Okay, first impression. Camino. Is that cowbell? 
more cowbell. Yeah. It's so funny. You kind of nailed the sound the, the way you did it. I was I like, whoa. Man without a plan, living and breathing. Oh, I was so far gone. This is a fun beat to it. Do you like it? Yeah. So obsessed with all Sound like Adam Levine a little bit? Oh, I can hear that. So this is what I'm kind of obsessed with right now. Nights turn into days, days turn into months. I was always alone. That's a cool sound. I like that. Then it kicks in. Oh, yeah. Oh, I just oh, killed just, it. Oh. Oh, I stopped it right before. I didn't know there was a kick in part. Okay, that's okay. That's a teaser. So that's, that, that's kind of what, what uh, we're, we're on to right now. But I'll let you know if Alanis kind of comes into the mix and anything else. We should play the whole song coming out of the dirt. I don't know. We have, Alan, we have Adele set up next. She did our. Uh, let's she, do a coin toss. Adele or the Bank Camino? You guys decide. 702 364 9400. Heads for Adele, tails for Camino. You going to flip a coin? Uh, no, no, no. You, you just text us heads or text oh, okay, us tails. Okay, okay. 702 okay, okay, Heads for Adele, tails for Camino. Let's not forget what Adele did to us canceling that residency. <laughs> That's I why mean, I'm saying. Seriously. <laughs> Let's talk about the Grammys because they're going to come into town. We have the first batch of performers for this year's Grammys. We've got Billie Eilish, Lil Nas X with Jack Harlow, Olivia Rodrigo, Brandi Carlisle, and BTS are set to perform. This all takes place at the MGM Grand Garden Arena right here in town on April 3rd. We got Trevor Noah is hosting. So BTS, they'll be here April 3rd performing. That's a Sunday night. And the following weekend is the first two nights of their shows at Allegiant Stadium. The guys are going to be here for a while. I know. I know. Just like... There's such excitement with with Army about them coming and just, oh, it's just so exciting. It's so going to be nuts outside the MGM Grand for like the red carpet. If the guys do walk the red carpet, people are going to be lining up to get a peek of those guys. That's how it was years ago when people didn't really know who they were stateside. And, and they will ro- walk the red carpet. They wouldn't not do that. They they love their fans too much to not do that. So they will. It'll be chaotic, though. Um, just going to our text line really quick to see where we're at as far as Adele heads or the Ban Camino tails. We've got tails, heads, tails, 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 tails. We've got one heads and the rest are tails. So far, so far, so far. The dirt's not over. One more quick story, then we'll we'll go back to the the poll. So Paul Wesley, he was on the show Vampire Diaries. He played Stefan on that show. He's playing Captain Kirk in the new Paramount Star Trek series, Strange New Worlds. Premieres in May, but I just thought this story was was too neat not to talk about it. So Paul just revealed this shortly after he was cast for the role, you know, playing Captain Kirk on this new whole, whole new show. He boards a flight bound for L.A. Sits down, seat next to him is empty. Okay, thinks nothing of it. Maybe I have an empty seat. All of a sudden, more people come on the flight. Next thing you know, William Shatner, the original Captain Kirk, boards the plane and is seated right next to him. Oh my God! What are that's the first time they met? What are the odds? Oh, that is so weird. He's flying back to LA, lands this new role playing Captain Kirk in a new Paramount s- series, and who sits next to him on a flight? The original Captain Kirk. Do you think like maybe he was following him? <laughs> Captain Kirk was like stalking him. <laughs> They're like, mm, so you're playing me? Mm-hmm. I gotta keep my eyes on this kid that's playing okay. me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so back to the text line. Let's see here. We've got tails, 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 heads, tails. Oh, something I can't say about Adele that someone texted. <laughs> that was not very nice, but I got your vote. We see it. Uh, and then someone wrote Trails. I don't know what... I think that's Tails. It may, uh, stupid autocorrect. So it looks like the band Camino won. I think I like you. Some new mix music for you this morning. You Let's, guys can check it out. Let us know what you think. Here we go. It's Mix 94.1. Play the whole song. This is the cowbell. <laughs> <laughs>
Let's go. Welcome back to Mercedes in the Morning. Let's go. On Mix 94.1. I'm trying to figure this out. I feel like you're messing with me. Is I'm, this for real? This is for real. And I, I got audio from, from a morning show that we share some stuff with. They got, they got a call. for. They were talking about weird stuff and will requests and stuff that you request in your will and stuff that you want to happen after you die or requests from, from loved ones after they die. And they got a caller. I'm just going to play the, the first 15 seconds of this caller. Let me, uh, let me turn that off. This. And this is a real call. This is a real call because oh, I, got, I got the backstory in this thing. Here, take a listen. 15 seconds of this girl. So my daughter has a tattoo uh, on her father that's dedicated to her. He has one for each of the kids. And she wants, when he passes, to have it removed, have it preserved, and framed for display in her home. So dad has a tattoo of, of all the kids on his arm. And when he passes away... They're going to cut it off, oh. the skin, and have it preserved and framed so the rest of the family can always see Dad's tattoo on his skin hanging up in the house. And it's a, it's a thing. It is a thing. It is a th- it's a real thing that people do that, or it's a thing that that is a, a real request? No, it's a thing that people actually do that. People do not have tattoos removed and hung as beautiful home sweet home pictures in their house. <laughs> yes, they do. No, they do me, not. Oh, get, You're get, making it sound I, like that's a common thing, like, oh, a live, laugh, love on, on <laughs> their wall. They do not. That is not a thing. Look, live, laugh, love, and there's dad's <laughs> arm tattoo. That's us. That's, mother, yes, that's his actual mother. skin. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that, I mean, it may have happened a, a couple of times, but you're making it sound like this is common. Has anybody heard of this? 702-364-9400. Have you heard of this? Do you know someone that does this? Would you do it? You've got a tattoo and you want it to live on forever with your family. Have it preserved. When you pass, have your skin cut off like a taxidermy stretched out and hung up in the house for everyone to see. That, I mean, I understand that you want that memory and it's it's a beautiful thing and i think tattoos are beautiful like they they really some of the just the artwork is insane i don't understand why maybe a photo or a painting of it wouldn't suffice to have their skin uh, uh, uh their flesh on your wall i i don't understand why that makes it better but uh, again if you really want it and that's what you want, I would, who am I to say that you can't have it? It's just, I don't know that, I didn't know that that was a quote unquote thing. <laughs> there's, so there's a guy, so this came from, a, it's a country station in Houston that was talking about this. And they tracked down the guy that does this. His name is Kyle Sherwood. And he has a company called Save My Ink Forever. Well, he'll, he'll do this. Wow. Would would you do this? 702-364-9400. Um, Tram stamps. You got a, you got a, a barbed wire tattoo around your arm. A dude with a, the big biceps and the tribal thing on his arm. Would you have that saved for your family for generations? You, you hang grandma's lower back tattoo on your wall. <laughs> what is that? That's grandma's tramp stamp. <laughs> and then you just just so you kind of have it in context, you you put her, her, her thong, like the whale tail right there. <laughs> just so you know what it looked like when she wore her low rise jeans back. Back in the day. Oh. Save for generations to come. Oh, remember grandma back in the late 90s when she wore, oh, look at that. I... I don't know. I, okay, so your wife has tattoos. She does, yeah. She's got small tattoos. God forbid she goes, you know, before you. Sure. Would you Would you have them? 
on a on a canvas and then put up on your wall <laughs> a little artwork and stuff. <laughs> yeah, uh, I would not. No, I would I would not. How about in glass jars? You could put it on your bit night side. You could put a little light in there and have it like glow. Can I put it on a mug? Oh. In a mug? No, like surrounded by mugs. So I drink my coffee in the morning. Laura's tattoo is on the outside of my mug. Ew. There, I mean, you'd have to touch it. Why is that ill? Hanging up on the wall is not ill? Well, I mean, then you don't have to touch it. But if it's on the mug, like you're literally touching her tattoo. Like, I, that's I, a little weird. I wouldn't. Hers, hers are cool tattoos and stuff. And there's little meanings behind each one. But like this one, this woman that's doing it, it is something that's been priced the family for a long time. Dad has it. It's all the kids on his, wherever it is, on his arm, what part of his body, wherever it is. It's going to be hanging up on the wall. Would you do it? No. No, no, absolutely not. I think this is the weirdest thing I've ever heard of. Um, someone just texted, why are we not just taking a picture of the tattoo and framing it? Exactly. I think that's a wonderful idea. Because it's the real deal. It's the real thing. Here is, this is a great text. I wish you put your name on this one. It says, it sounds weird, but it's a double standard. We will have a cow skin as a rug or a sheep skin as a rug. Furs around her neck. It's almost like the same thing, but it's hanging. That is very true. Literally no problem putting a, a leather belt on, but we'll, we won't do that without... Yeah, I don't know. That is a double standard, but I still say ew. <laughs> what if we start going down that road and we start making belts out of loved ones? Oh, you like my belt? Yeah, it's my grandfather. Oh, is your grandfather's belt? No, it's oh, my grandfather's skin. no. I feel like we're watching... Uh, what's the show? The, the soccer team one. Uh, oh, um, what was that? Yeah, we're all into that show on... Not Honey Badgers. <laughs> what was it called? Uh, yeah, Honey Boo Boos. <laughs> the Honey Boo Boos. Oh my God, what was that show called with all the 90s stuff? What was that? 90s soccer team movie. What was it? What was that? I just watched it. The, the Bear Claws? <laughs> ladybugs? Was it the Ladybugs? No. That was another <laughs> soccer movie that I watched back in what the, the day. Ladybugs was a good one. This is, a, this is was, not like Ladybugs. What's that stupid show called? The 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 Hornet's Nest? Oh, the, the whole, yeah. The, no, the Hornet's? No. The, the, oh, dear Lord. What is wrong with us? What did you Google? Yellow Jackets. Yellow Jackets. <laughs> Yellow you. Jackets. My friend Nikki just texted Oh, dear Lord. Thank you, Nikki. The <laughs> ladybugs. Well, Ladybugs was a soccer movie back in the 90s. You yeah, no, I remember. It? Yeah, it was Rodney a good one. Dangerfield. Yeah, coach. <laughs> <laughs> I need more coffee. Oh. I've only had one cup so far. What is wrong with me? Dear Lord. <laughs> Up next is the hot three. What do you got oh, for us? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Uh-huh. Let's see. We're going to talk about, <gasps> you guys, this is the greatest news ever. The Senate passed a bill to make daylight saving time permanent. We may not have to switch clocks anymore. Oh my gosh, this is great. I'll give you all the details on that. Also, Starbucks, they're planning to phase out their iconic disposable cups. Details on that on the way. And one in five people say they have eaten food from this place. Have you? Will you admit to it? We'll talk about it coming up next in the Hot 3. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. And the Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Two days ago, we were talking about the time change and how it's the same debate twice a year. Why are we still doing this? Well, now it turns out that that might have been the last time we debate it. Well, the Senate passed a bill yesterday to make daylight saving time permanent. And now the House has to approve it before the president can sign it into law. It's called the Sunshine Protection Act. And Marco Rubio has been pushing it for years. It's passed by unanimous consent, meaning it didn't actually go up for a vote, but no one objected to it. It was surprising because no one expected it. To pass, you could even hear Senator Kristen Sinema whisper "yes" under her breath when it did. There's no guarantee it'll pass the House or that President Biden would sign it, and it wouldn't take effect until next year. So we'll be winding the clocks back an hour this fall, no matter what. But a year from now, we might be springing forward for good. A poll last fall found only 25 percent of Americans like the current system. 43 percent said they'd rather use standard time the whole year, and 32 percent said daylight saving time should be used year round. The downside to doing it this way is dark. Darker, colder mornings, especially in winter, but we'd get more daylight in the evenings. So where we are time-wise right now, this would be the, the gold standard. This, this is would, it. Would, would be things. And so they're reporting on the news this morning as far as the winter, the peak of the winter. Yes, it would be light out till 530 at night, but in the morning, sunrise would be at 7.50. It would be really That's late. dark in the morning, really cold. How are we going to be doing majority of the show in the dark? I and mean, we're used to it early, but... Close to 8 a.m., the sun's not popping up? I mean, I feel like mornings are already a struggle as it is. Uh-huh. So just like, eh, it's just one one more kind of hiccup in the road. So <laughs> Weekends, you, you oh, I'm going to get up early and do some stuff. You open your eyes up at 7 a.m., it's 7.30, still dark outside, fall back asleep. I mean, I'm forward. I'm, I'm great because I like late summer nights, and that'd be great to have extra time during the winter. But that's going to be an adjustment in the wintertime when it's 7.50 and still dark outside. Definitely, definitely. It, it will be nice to have some consistency, though. I'm a fan. Uh, it'll be... It'll be. It was nice to see everyone agree on something for once. Right. Maybe this is a thing we all need to come together on. This we is are, unite us all as a country. We are united for just a brief moment in time. Everyone was united. Wow. Like, wow. This is great. Put that in the history books. Uh, I know. Also, this morning, Starbucks has a problem. And no, it's not that when you go in, they never know how to spell your name right on the cups. Although... They are typing the names in now, so I, I feel like there's more consistency. Yeah, if you do a mobile order, they always get it right. The mobile orders is they have your name based on your how you set it up in your app. So yes. You're golden with that. It's so funny because I went to the the downtown Disney one, which I always make a stop there whenever we stay in Disney, and uh, I I do the mobile order before we go into the park. So we're in the room and I place my mobile order. So we stop right there before we walk into the park, and there's a guy at the door and he has all the mobile orders, so he lets you in based on the mobile order. And I walk up and I recognize him from the last time I was there. And um, he's like, name. And I was like, Mercedes. And he's like, okay, go ahead and go in the back. And I go, you've been working here for a while, haven't you? And he looks at me, he goes, well, thank you for noticing that. And I go, yeah, you were here the last time I was here. He goes, I've actually worked here for four years and you're the first person to ever say that. I go, I see you here every time I come in. He's like, thank you for noticing that. I'm like, that just shows how often I come to the Starbucks. <laughs> That's it's cool so to funny. recognize him too. Oh, I you totally know? recognize the guy. Um, anyway, so Starbucks has an iconic cup, but there's a downside to that. They say it's now considered a ubiquitous symbol of a throwaway society. So they have a new goal and that goal is 
is to completely eliminate disposable cups by 2025. So how are they going to do that within three years? Well, they're testing multiple solutions, but they say the most promising one is a cup borrowing system where you pay a $1 deposit every time you order and take one of their reusable cups and it's refunded when you drop them off after use. They would then have a third party clean the cups and restock the stores. Other solutions involve ramping up their incentives for people to bring their own mugs, either with bigger discounts for using your own or by tacking on increasing surcharges for disposable cups like some places do for plastic bags. But customers' habits and convenience is just part of the problem. There are logistical challenges, too. 70% of Starbucks sales are either drive through or mobile order-ahead orders. So to be efficient, those things require drinks to be started in advance before you can even hand them a mug. So that's, that's thinking, gonna how's that going to work? Yeah. As I'm drinking out of my... my disposable. My yeah, disposable. I, I would love to bring my mug to, to Starbucks, but yeah, if I'm going through the drive-thru and like, here you go, you know... What, reaching and, out, trying to pour the hot coffee you, in there. They have like their carafe of reaching <laughs> through, like here. Uh, so it, it's going to be difficult. I don't know how they're going to implement that. And the same thing, how would it work for if you get like a caramel, venti caramel frappuccino or something, some drink, well, yeah, they got to blend everything. You can't put your cup through the drive-thru. I don't know. I, I, I see, I'm see the trying to save the environment, the, the thought process, but they have, I think they have a couple kinks to work out first. Well, not just that, but like, you know, on 7-Eleven Day where they say you can bring any size thing, <laughs> yeah. and some people bring like barrels so they can fill it up with Slurpee. I'm going to bring the biggest thing I can find, like a garbage pail. Like, fill it with coffee, please. Like, what I'm is that? Here. It's my coffee cup. Are you judging me? Why are you here with a wheelbarrow? Because <laughs> I need a cup of coffee. Leave me alone. Finally, this morning, um, here's a weird stat that unites us, or 20% of us at least. One in five people People admit they have eaten food out of the trash before. Now, that doesn't mean that you went dumpster diving necessarily. Maybe you just threw half a donut away and then reconsidered. The most common reason people gave for eating trash was it looked perfectly fine in their opinion. Here's one more disturbing stat. The poll also found one in six people have eaten food while sitting on the toilet before. So have you eaten out of the trash? I have, I have, and I actually have a habit where to prevent myself, like a donut or something, I take a bite, I'm like, oh, I can't, I, I don't want to finish this, This it's too much, i got to throw it out, I'll go back in the trash and dig it out, so to prevent myself from going back in the trash, I will spray the item with Windex, so I'll sit there and spray it, I don't, want to, I don't want the rest of that donut, I, so that way I cannot be tempted to go back in the trash and eat out of the trash. I'd still be tempted. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought about it a couple of times. Okay, it hasn't really penetrated the donut yet. It's just how the top Windex, layer. At Google's, how much Windex is lethal? <laughs> Have you eaten on, a to- on the toilet before? On the toilet? Yeah. Um, like maybe a piece of candy where I put it in my mouth before I went in and I'm still chewing it. <laughs> I got to go to the bathroom. What do I need? I got to you know pee. What? I got to run in there. Let me get a lifesaver before I go in there and uh, take care of business. Yeah, something like that. But I, I have done the, the trash too. But the other day, my daughter had, like she was trying some cookie or something. She's like, ew, I don't like this. And it was in a little, little uh, plastic baggie and she put it back in the baggie and threw it in the trash. And so I opened up the trash to throw some away i'm like who threw this cookie away <laughs> and she's like i did it's disgusting and i was like hmm so i pull it out of there and in my mind it was in a baggie so i pulled it out and I, i'm like this is delicious it's <laughs> <laughs> no different than putting the pantry it's right there in front of you i finished it it was so good <laughs> that was the last one there right yeah, that's it so here this eight o'clock hour there's tickets for you to go see the backstreet boys right around 8 25 and don't forget nine o'clock hour you're going to disneyland we got your tickets to the disneyland resort at 9 40 
Mix 94.1, it is 8.02, Mercedes in the morning. I'm going to send you something, JC. Uh-oh. <laughs> Do you warn people if you know they're about to get involved with someone who is bad? Um, I was scrolling through Instagram stories, and there's someone that... Um, we both know and i went through their story and i see this picture and i'm like what is that and they posted a story oh i deleted it and i'm let me recover it hold on um and they posted a photo and in the photo was someone that we know and i'm like do they work with that person i'm like Oh, no. Oh, no. I got to. This person is not a nice person. Not a nice person. Do you ever warn someone about someone just if you know they're not a nice person? So you, it's someone that we someone that we know is working with someone that we also know and we know the person they're working with is a bad person. Not a nice person. Uh oh, zoom in on that photo I just sent you. Need that over here. Um, I don't even have to zoom in. <laughs> oh, I don't even have to zoom in. I can see it. Yeah. So I saw that and I was like, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Should if you if you know someone is about to get involved with someone that you've had an experience with and you know that they are not a nice person and that you you want to warn them like, hey, you should be careful. You should be really careful. That is not a nice person. Do you say something or should you just keep your mouth shut and not get involved? And and like just maybe it was just your personal experience and that's that. Or I'm torn because part of me wants to say something like, mm -hmm. hey, just watch your back. I'm not trying to get involved where I'm not trying to stick my nose in, in, in your business. But I just want to give you a little bit of a warning, like just be careful because that person is not a nice person. And but then there's part of me that's like, look, this is not your business. Don't get involved where you shouldn't. Should you should you give someone a warning about someone who is not bad or, or who is bad or should you not? 702-364-9400. I think too, it also depends how well do you know the person that you're, you're, you're warning. Like, hey, Tom, I saw you posted a photo and you're there with person X. I want you to tell you about person X. You know, how close are you with Tom? But then again, also, what if person X has changed their ways and really yes. and they're, they're trying to be a different person <laughs> hmm. um but then and they and they have changed and they're a great person and, and thriving in this new environment but now all of a sudden you plant a seed with tom saying hey person x did abcd all this stuff happened here i wouldn't say uh, all the stuff uh -huh. i i it would it would <sighs> seriously be just one of those things like hey heads up i i saw that you're involved with so and so just a word of warning uh, you know just watch your back that's all i'm going to say just watch your back they'll probably ask more like why would you say that you know so th that's where i'm like maybe i should just keep my mouth shut i haven't said anything for the record but yeah i, w I saw that and i was like oh boy <laughs> and by the way you did a screenshot of your phone of everything or so somehow i'm seeing what your battery level up was when you took the picture because i see it and it's at super low and i'm panicking like, my battery level is about to die I'm like oh wait that's the photo that mercedes said. Uh, let me see what time what was it 
Oh yeah, my bad. That was last night. I see it. I see the red. I'm like, ah, I didn't. Where's my phone charger? My bad. My phone's gonna die. Wait, no, that's Mercedes screenshot. I don't know. That's a tough situation. I'm not gonna say anything. But I'm gonna man, keep my oh, mouth man. shut. I was just Evil like, on wheels. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, but people are saying, I should I say something? Let's talk to Austin. Austin, good morning. What do you think? Good morning. I I would just say, look, just so you know, like it's none of my business or anything. But personally, I didn't have the best experience with this person. You know, it may have been the circumstances between us, but you know, uh, you know, just just so you know, watch out. Yeah, that I mean, and that that seems kind of like. It, giving a little leeway but then again i also don't want to plant a seed like what if mm-hmm. that person is being perfectly nice and then i just planted the seed and then i'm the bad person for planting that seed someone just made a really good point um michael on the text line says i don't warn people i don't want to rule out the possibility they were awful because they didn't like me that was definitely the case <laughs> here <laughs> they definitely did not but like me mercedes what if you warn bob and you say hey uh, person x did this, that, everything, and like, well, thanks for the warning, Mercedes. I really appreciate it. And they go about a month or so, and, and Person X has been fantastic. And then they're at happy hour, have some drinks, and Bob gets a little, you know, a little loose, and he's like, "Man, Person X, you're so sweet. You know what Mercedes said about you?" And then all of a sudden, now, yeah. and then all of a sudden, Person X is going to be like, Woo-hoo. "Yes, good you can't point. roll the dice, can't roll keep the dice." Keep my mouth shut, <laughs> Sarah. Do you think? Do you do you say something, or do you keep your mouth shut? I would say something, and the reason is is because it's like a restaurant. If you have a bad experience about at a restaurant, you may post a review. You may tell people, but then it's still up to them to determine where they want to do. If they want to go to the restaurant or they don't, it's different for everybody. That's a good point. You know, this is my Yelp review of this person. <laughs> I, although I've had people tell me about a restaurant. They're like, oh, this place is the greatest. So I go in, and I'm like, yes, it's the greatest. And I go, I'm like... This place is terrible. Like, what were they talking about? And vice versa. Like, oh, don't go there. And then I go there just on the off chance. And I'm like, I really liked it. It was great. But also with the Yelp review, managers get the chance to kind of give a rebuttal. Like, oh, your soup was cold that night. I'm so sorry because our such and such was broken in the kitchen. If you say something, will, will this person, person X, get a chance to rebuttal the things you say about them to Bob? Oh, gosh. I, I'm not saying a word. Don't say a word. I wouldn't I, I'm just going to keep my mouth shut because you just never... I, I, I'm not going to win either way. I'm going to wash my soul after seeing that picture. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just... Uh, I knew I knew you would appreciate it. Yeah. Oh. Okay, coming up here. <laughs> oh. We've all got that oh in our I, life. I, I, but you, I mean, you had the same feeling. You kind of feel like oh, yeah. you should give a warning, right? Well, uh, <laughs> just send this tape to the person. No, no, we're not saying anything. We're just going to keep our mouths shut. <laughs> all right, well, coming up here this hour, there's tickets for you to go see the Backstreet Boys. We have them in about 15 minutes. Last Animals, they're up for Best New Artists at the Grammys, which are taking place on April 3rd. And they just announced the first batch of performers. You got Billie Eilish, Olivia Rodrigo, Brandi Carlile, BTS, all set to perform at the Grammys coming up next month at the MGM Grand. And uh, <laughs> I'm very excited. BTS will be performing there. You know, there's one topic I could talk about all day long. <laughs> it would be BTS. I love talking about BTS. <laughs> you're, and you're part of the Mar- 
Army, which is the mom army. I I I may I don't think I don't know if I made up that nickname, but my daughter and I joke. But she told me last night that I'm not Marmy anymore. She said you're full on Army. I was gonna say, why can't you just be Marmy? Why are you gonna be Darmy and Marmy and Uncle well, Army? She she said that I did something last night that made me full on Army. I'm you, you passed the initiation process. I'm trying to find the uh, the text message. She goes, I think you are full on Army now, Mom. She goes, oh, I sent her a Reddit post. Um, that She goes, that was a good Reddit post. Hashtag Sophie approved. And you are full on army now. And the Reddit post was, what do you think are the most iconic slash funny BTS quotes amongst fans? And we were like reading some of them and we were laughing. We're like, oh, remember when JK said this? And oh, my gosh, that one was so funny. <laughs> when she, what, oh, remember when Sugar did this? And that was hilarious. Or how about when Jen was like... Oh, you jokester. Oh, and like we were just doing all these quotes and she's like, you are you are full on army now. It's great. So what is your strategy when they're here in town? Let's break this down because you, you got to have a strategy to meet the guys. There's the, the Grammys are on Sunday, April 3rd. So you know, they're going to get a couple of days early to practice and perform. And then they've got all their concerts in town. They're going to be in town for like a month. Do you have a strategy to go out and meet these guys? We don't. We do, we have no strategy. We haven't we haven't implemented anything. Our strategy is just <laughs> we to We haven't implemented anything. <laughs> our, our strategy as of now is just to make it inside Allegiant Stadium for at least one of the shows to see them perform. Like we really want to. We also you know, are trying to figure out like when merch is going to go on sale because the merch lines for BTS concerts is no less than 6 hours long. So what? Yeah. So we're trying to convince my husband to go out early in the morning and stand in line oh, okay. for Matt. us. <laughs> He's like, what did I sign up for? Just but- stand in line and then we'll go relieve him and switch spots <laughs> with him once we get to the front of the line. And he's like, wait, no, I don't want to get up early and go down there. We're like, please, we really need you to go get in the line for us. And and so we're just trying to determine when the merch lines are going to open up. And that'll be you don't you don't need tickets to get in a merch line at Allegiant Stadium. No. Or can you go to the MGM because they're doing the satellite where you can watch the concert at the MGM Grand Garden Arena? Will they be selling the same merchandise there or you got to go to Allegiant to get the, it? You no, know, I, I don't know to answer your question. I would assume they're also going to sell merch there. But the, the merch lines, just look up on TikTok like any of the merch lines. It is so it's craziness. There's um there's this famous guy, I forget his name. I, I'll send you some of his TikToks where he's like literally getting in line for the merch um, at like... 11 in the morning and he doesn't get to the front of the line until 7 o'clock at night. Merch is expensive too. Last time I bought merch was at a wrestling event. It was for a listener's kid and I was drunk and I spent a lot of money. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy. It is really crazy. So we're just trying to figure out how that's going to work and we're just really excited about it. Is there any topic of conversation that you could talk about for hours like what's the one topic you will not get sick of discussing 702-364-9400 for me it's bts i love talking about it especially with my daughter or like her friends they they love talking about it with me they're like sophie we love that your mom is army and so they they bring up like army stuff with me or they'll say sophie send your mom this meme and then they'll send me funny like memes and stuff and i love it it makes me so happy to talk about bts with them it is like my happy conversation for you. What's the topic that you could talk about 
for hours. 702-364-9400. I guess for me, like I, I, I enjoy going to like a car show and being at a car show all day long and talking to the owners of the cars and the stories behind the cars and meeting these people and being out there and checking them out. Like when uh, Meekum Auctions or Barrett, when Barrett Jackson was here this past summer, I was out there early Saturday morning. I was out there all day doing some of the car rides they've got, watching the auction, looking at the cars for sale. I truly, truly enjoy that. Um, but as far as like being able to talk for hours on something, I guess it would be wrestling. Yeah. I love old school wrestling as well. Huh? It's a push for me between cars and old school wrestling. Can I do both? Can yeah. I be sitting in a classic car talking about old school wrestling to a friend? That would be just like <laughs> the perfect spot in life. You know, it's sitting in sitting in like a, a muscle car talking about Gene Okerlund. Is that oh a name? my god? Is that a name? Mean Gene? Yes. Okay. I, wow. I, I, random. Was just, I was just trying to pick a, something I've heard you say before. How did you? I don't think I ever said Gene Okerlund though. I've said maybe Mean Gene, not the last name. Okay. So I look. I'll try to have a. Uh, I'll try to appease you with a conversation on what you like, and then you you reverse it. With, okay. with me. So let's talk wrestling. We'll go wrestling. Okay. So yeah, me and Gene Okerlund, what he did in that one match back in the eighties was such a shock to the wrestling community, especially when he took that one guy and just completely demolished him. I think we were all as wrestling fans, completely surprised. <laughs> what is really kind of shocking? Cause me and Gene wasn't a wrestler as we all know. Exactly. So we were surprised, right? We were. And you, and you have to be talking about, he was, you know, a commentator, Yes. The best guy doing interviews, and you're talking about the time when he actually trained with Hulk Hogan. They made it a whole vignette thing, and he got in the ring. It was the funniest thing when there's Hulk Hogan with the 24-inch pythons at the peak of Hulkamania flexing in the ring, and Mean Gene takes his shirt off, and here's a 56-year-old guy at the time. No, maybe not, not that old, maybe 45 at the time. I think he was only like 48, if I remember correctly. Probably. We're, yeah. We were so young. He seemed so yeah, old. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that, that was such a surprise because we didn't expect that from him. And he's posing in the ring. Yeah. Such a cla- no. And remember when Hogan made him drink the raw eggs because that's what Hulk Hogan oh. drank with his training and Mean Gene had to do the same and he almost vomited. And he was like, wait, what are you doing to me? Like, why would I do this? Like, like, Classic. But, but he did it. And yep. he did it because he he was a pro. And that that's what Mean Gene was all about. <laughs> you know? He he did it because of the love of wrestling and the passion he had for for wrestling. And he did it for the fans. He did it for us. You were, know? You, were you surprised when he went to WWE? CW in the 90s? I wasn't. You know, I felt like he was kind of burnt out and he was just ready for a change in his career. So he I, I and I kind of felt like he was on. I, I felt like there were things going on behind the scenes and he was kind of on the outs and he wanted to make the move before they made the move. You know, didn't you feel that? Way? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. His time was done in the WWF. He, had, he had to go to WCW where he had a whole resurgence for the but second I, half of his life. I'm glad he did it on his terms and not their terms. <laughs> You're all on point yeah. with this. Well, let's talk about you okay i know i know and, so what do you think and sugar and the i mean his favorite quote is it not one of the best quotes of all time sugar tell me i mean is it i first of all let's talk about yungi i mean we just celebrated his birthday i know he, he is he's he's our little kitty cat he looks like a cat he he's just he's so he's the best rapper and 
a lot of people say he's so standoffish, but he's our he's our Yungi, and that's he's emotional, you know. But he hides it. I was gonna say, do you think that's why he does appear standoffish to us fans? Because you peel back that layer, and there is a man that is just full of emotion, and he puts up that protective guard because he's not sure how to share his emotions with all of his fans. Well, because he's had a difficult relationship with his his parents, yeah. and his dad basically told him, "You're not going to amount to anything." And so, when if you've seen that that video of him on stage. And his parents are in the the crowd, and and he starts crying. It's an emotional thing, you know. It's an emotional moment for everyone because there's there's his dad too, and his dad starts weeping. Like, look at my son. My son. Oh, has... I didn't see that part. Oh, you didn't see when his dad no. wept. Oh, yeah, his dad had tears flowing down his face, and to the to the point where uh, I think it was Sugar's parents were next to him, and they started like comforting him. Like, yeah, that's your son. They've accomplished a lot. JC, I'm going to send you a, a video that I want you to watch live on the air because it really will. It will show you kind of what it's like to be ARMY. It will show you about what BTS means to all of us. <laughs> By the way, a buddy of mine sent me a photo I'll send to you of the stuff you were just talking about, too, Mercedes. Oh, oh about me and Gene? Yep, in the ring, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, you're going to have to go on uh, on Instagram for this one, uh, unfortunately. But this this okay. is this sums up what it is to be a BTS fan, and I want you to, as as it's playing, I want you to to read it out loud. To okay, all I'm, of going, us. I'm going to Instagram. Okay. Yeah, Instagram. Right. I just DM'd it to you. Okay. All right. Okay. And and you can turn the volume up too, as it plays. Okay, Instagram. Putting Instagram. Yes. It said to be a message. Okay. Turning up the volume on my phone. Okay, because this is what it, it, it means to be a BTS fan. <laughs> When you needed to feel loved. When you needed someone to comfort you. When you needed to smile. <laughs> when you needed someone to make your... It's going too fast. When you needed to support. It just show all the things that BTS that they came into your life. When you needed a safe place. They're throwing airplanes around. They're hanging out. You found BTS at the exact moment when you needed a light in your life. I'll like that video. <laughs> I like that one. I liked it. Now your feet is all, it's BTS. gonna all be BTS now. <laughs> oh yeah, BTS and cars and Hulk Hogan. <laughs> that sounds like the life for me. <laughs> Steph, what is the topic uh, that you cannot you can talk about without getting tired of? Astrology. Oh. I love astrology. I know, JC, you love astrology, too. Well, especially because, you know, my favorite wrestler back in the 80s and 90s, the Ultimate Warrior, and he always spoke to the stars, and so yes. when he did, I thought about astrology. He was a Leo sun like you, right? He was a Leo I, sun. Yes, I believe it. And he was probably a Pisces moon. He I was. can see it, yes. What is uh, Sugar? Is he a Pisces? What um, is he? Sugar is, oh, Well, Mercedes. if his birthday was just now, he's a Pisces, yeah. Mm -hmm. Pisces yeah. sun. Yes, Pisces uh, sun. Um, someone wants to know who my bias is. Uh, it's Namjoon. RM is my bias, and my bias record is Sugar. So there you go. <laughs> oh, did you get the picture of Hulk Hogan? My buddy Alan sent it. Did you get it? No. It's, oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. You and Mean Gene. That's exactly what you're talking oh, about. Oh wow! Yeah, I remember that. That was just. I mean, really, that is iconic. That's. It, it, I just remember the look on Mean Gene's face. He was just like, <laughs> the things I do for this league, you know. <laughs> uh, that was the music for. Heads up, and we want caller 20 right now at 702-277-5827.
too. 364 9400. Because uh, you're caller 20, you're playing heads up for a pretty big prize. Oh, yeah, we have tickets for you to see Backstreet Boys. They are coming to town. It's a very special Vegas kickoff to the DNA. Oh, that is loud. <laughs> Chase, you just blew out my eardrums. Oh, my, oh gosh. my gosh. That is hot. Huh. I have it potted down so low. That's a step. That song comes in hot. Whoa. <laughs> uh, very, hello, can anybody hear me? <laughs> I, I Seriously, that was so Oh, hot. dear Lord. A very special Vegas kickoff to the DNA World Tour at the Coliseum at Caesars in April of 2022. If you want to be Caller 20 right now, what am I saying? <laughs> be Caller 20 right now. Pick your category. Pick your partner. If you get 6 and 60, you win. Caller 20 plays 702 364-9400. Have you heard BTS sing in Spanish? I have not. <laughs> I saw that text. Oh my gosh. Sabor a mi. I love that song. I want to hear it and I love talking about BTS, baby. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> it's Mix 94.1 Mercedes in the morning. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the morning on Mix 94.1. Hey, Carrie, your caller 20. Are you ready to play Heads Up? Hi, guys. I'm ready. Okay, let's make you a winner. We have tickets for you to see the Backstreet Boys. If you get six answers in 60 seconds, pick a category. Go with Luck of the Irish, Backyardigans, or Falsetto. Uh, let's go Luck of the Irish. Luck of the Irish. Perfect. St. Patty's Day is tomorrow. These are all things that are related to St. Patrick's Day. Mm. Now, who do you want to pick as your partner? Mercedes, let's go with you. Today. All right. All right, Carrie, you got 60 seconds on the clock. Just get six correct. Those tickets to Backstreet Boys are yours. You start now. This is the country that celebrates St. Patrick's Ireland. Day. Ireland. Yes. Uh, this is all the colors of the rainbow. Yes. Um, if you don't wear green, watch out. I'm going to do this to you. Pinch. Yes. Uh, this is the, the guy that dresses in green. Leprechaun. Yes. Uh, this is a four leaf. Clover. Yes. Um, a lot of people drink this, and it's green on, on St. Patrick's. Yes. Yeah. Go for one more, just for fun. Oh, okay. Um, this is at the end of the rainbow. Colors. Um, no, it's at the very end. It's the treasure. Uh. I don't know. Uh, 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 pot of gold. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Little bonus. I guess we wanted to do a bonus one because we got them so fast. But you, you won. Congratulations. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Carrie. Thank you for listening. And yeah, I just got seven in 60 seconds. And you got your tickets to see the Backstreet Boys. They'll be here at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. That is April 8th, 9th, 15th, and 16th. Now, more Backstreet Boys tickets tomorrow morning at 825. And then coming up next hour at 940, you're going to Disney. Land. We got a four pack of two day, one park per day tickets to the Disneyland Resort. Those are yours at 940. Mix 94.1. It is 847. Don't go anywhere. Next hour, we have your tickets to Disney. A four pack of two day, one park per day tickets coming up for you in the nine o'clock hour. It's also Wednesday, which means we will be introducing you to another woman who wows. We can't wait to do that. That's coming up in the nine o'clock hour. So Steph, apparently Steph did something. That, that made some. That's going to make someone proud. What What are you talking about, Steph? Oh yeah, and I thought of you, Mercedes, when I did this this past weekend. I was at our boss's house. He invited me and James over for dinner, and 
him and his wife, they're like, you know, bring whatever you want over as far as drinks goes. Um, and I don't really drink a lot of different things. You guys know I kind of just stick to White Claw. That's really my thing. <laughs> uh, just a White Claw, please. Um, and I asked I asked our boss, I was like, hey, so do you guys drink White Claw? He goes, no, we don't drink White Claw. <laughs> Who do you think we are? <laughs> he's like, I'll, I drink, he's like, I drink whiskey and then uh, my wife drinks wine. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be classy this weekend. I'm going to try whatever they have. So I let them offer, you know, whatever they had. And um, and our boss's wife, so cool. She's like, oh, you know what? Let's let's taste some wines. Because since I'm not really familiar with all of the, the cab, what are they? The cavy bees? Savvy bees. Savvy bees. See? <laughs> the cavy bees. What's the cavern oh, and the cabernets? Yeah. yeah. The chardonnays, all of that. So she's going through, I'm wine tasting. And you would be so proud of me, Mercedes. <gasps> My favorite one was the Pinot Noir. Yes. Oh, can I come in there and hug you really yeah. quick? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Can I have a peanut noir, please? <laughs> and that line just went through my head the oh. whole time. I've I've never really gone. I mean, the wine the, the the wines that I've tasted are the cheap ones, like the big ones that come in like the the ten dollars. <laughs> yeah, the, the, those are the only. Nothing's ones I've wrong tried. with those. I just want to say there's nothing wrong with those. Okay. <laughs> Let's go back to where we were in Chicago, and Mercedes took us out to a nice little steak dinner. We're sitting there ordering, and uh, we get the wine list, and we go around. Mercedes orders a bottle of wine. We got to do some wine and, and turn to Steph. Do you guys have white claw? <laughs> <laughs> we are. And then Mercedes, we are not having a white claw. A steak dinner. <laughs> the server was like, ah, oh, I got to check. But, but after we ate, we went back to the hotel and Steph runs up to the room and brings down a white claw. It was the best. <laughs> it was the best. It was the big ones, too. Yeah. I'm not talking about the little small ones. We, I brought down the big ones for Mercedes. <laughs> no, it was so. It, it, and you know what? It was like, what, don't even feel bad like that you're not into wine because it took me I, I didn't get into wine till uh, probably I was about your age like I was in my 20s I gosh I was just drinking beer like that was what I was drinking so it took me a really long time to get into wine it's like it's not one of those things that I think you're into in your in your 20s honestly and if you are you are way more sophisticated than I was that's for sure I was the same way with you Mercedes I didn't get into wine until I was in my in my 30s is when I would start to really like enjoy wine and sitting down with a bottle of wine with family over dinner I would go to you and I'll Vino in my 20s, but I was just going there to get wasted. Same. And, and, and the trick was, you find a spot like, hey, that place does a big pour and there's no line. I don't even know what it was. You just stand there and suck it down. I didn't care. Like, they're all telling you, like, this is a vintage da da da. I'm like, be quiet. And they spit Next. cans. Like, do you want to spit out? No. Are you kidding me? Like, I waste this stuff? Can I drink what's in the spit can? I don't want it to go to waste. <laughs> Guys, you know, every table has this can. These cans are full. Full, you guys. They're totally full of wine. Don't let them go to waste. I bet you there's someone listening right now that drank the spit can at UNLV. You know, I guarantee you someone has gone down that That's road That's really disgusting, but I would take that bet. I think you were absolutely right. Oh, it's brilliant is what it is. Oh, my gosh. On the meantime, I'm like, what's a spit can? You know, Vino, you're supposed to taste and sip, and they have a, they would have like a big can. You can spit your wine out so you're not getting wasted. Oh. Oh, you guys, I have a really good idea for uh, Try It Tuesday. Only if we can get it expensed. Let's do... Uh, 
a three bottle wine of Try It Tuesday. So we'll do like a cheap bottle, like uh-huh. an under ten dollar bottle. We'll do a medium price bottle, like a thirty to forty dollar, and then let's do an expensive bottle. Ooh, are we blind tasting them? Yeah, I want to see if you guys can mm. figure out which is which. But I, I'll only do it if our boss pays yeah. for it because I'm not. I'm not going to waste one of my expensive bottles. <laughs> or anyone out there listening want to send them to our wine? Oh yeah, maybe we can yeah, get someone... one of the companies yeah. to donate. <laughs> oh. That would be a good idea. Oh, I'm gonna be so wasted at the show. <laughs> Let's do it on a Friday. Let's yeah. see if uh, if uh, Lyft is in our same building. See yep. if they'll sponsor it. Take us home. <laughs> this would be good. And we need food to go with our wine. Oh. This is going to be huge. This is going to be great. I love Try Tuesday with stuff that I love. <laughs> I'm trying to get some stuff out of it. Right? <laughs> oh, our, our big boss just texted me. He said expense approved. Oh. Dang. Perfect. Screaming Eagle it is. $2,500 bottle of wine. He said it's, I, I have the text. Just kidding. But he did it. He did say expense approved. We'll only do like a $100 bottle. Yeah, but that'd be great to see where we kind of rank Thank everything you. in order. Is he saying, you can join us too, Dan? Would it come down Dan, here? Yeah, yeah, why don't you be a part of it? Be on the air with us. That would be so much be fun. a lot of fun. Now, we have the hot three coming up next. What do you got for us? Oh my gosh, I'm just so turned around. Like he said expense approved. That's amazing. Okay. Um, what What's the most popular dog breed in the country? Um, the annual Kennel Club has just come out with their annual report on dogs. We'll talk about that. Also, what's the ideal number of steps to strive for every day? You know how everyone says, you got to get your 10,000 steps a day. It's not 10,000 steps, you guys. It's actually less than that. We'll tell you what it is. And a new study says you should not be doing this in your work emails. And I think maybe one of us on the show does this. Mm-hmm. Oh. We'll tell you what it is coming up next in the Hot 3. Forget- it's Gail, A, B, C, D, E, forget you on Mix 94.1. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. And the Hot 3 is brought to you by Attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Well, there are certainly some people out there who don't love dogs. Let's face it. The majority of Americans are dog lovers. And a lot of people have particular feelings about certain breeds of dogs. But it seems there's just one dog breed out there that most Americans simply love the best for the 31st year in a row. The Labrador Retriever tops the American Kennel Club's list of America's most popular dog breed. It isn't much of a surprise the Lab earns the top spot since it's considered a family-friendly dog with an eager-to-please temperament. But while the top spot remains unchanged, there was a bit of a shakeup in the top five with the Poodle returning to the top five for the first time since 1997. Also, the Bulldog out of the top five this year for the first time since 2012. So here is your top five most popular dog breeds in the U.S. Labrador Retriever, number one. The French Bulldog is number two. The Golden Retriever is number three, followed by the German Shepherd and the Poodle. Rounding out the top ten is the Bulldog, the Beagle, the Rottweiler, the German short-haired Pointer, and the Dachshund. So our dogs, Chihuahua, Shih Tzu, Blue Heelers, anywhere on there? Mm, not in the top ten, unfortunately. Who wants to be in the top ten anyway? Yeah, that means that you're you're common. Yeah, you, you we're be different. Yeah, you want to be in the you know the special category, and you're not. You're you guys are special. Yeah, I want to be no. like everyone else. I gotta say though, labs are so cute. All those dogs are so sweet. 
All those pups. They sound adorable. I know. They are like the... Uh, they're all so good. It's, it's How can you not love dogs? Dogs are the best. I know. Also this morning, so ever since pedometers were incorporated into our watches and phones, lots of us have been striving to reach 10,000 steps per day, or at least we were until the pandemic when everyone was stuck at home and our new goal was more like 500 steps. But uh, new research shows that 10,000 steps is a myth. But there is an ideal number of steps to aim for, and it's actually less. It's getting between 6,000 and 8,000 steps each day. The study concluded that striving for that range reduces the risk of early death for people who are 60 or older by 54%, but walking more than 8,000 steps doesn't actually add any benefits. It just kind of levels off. There's also no definitive association with walking speed either. So walking fast, walking slow, doesn't matter. Between six and 8,000 steps is basically what you need. For what it's worth, this was comprehensive research involving over 15 studies on walking and mortality, covering almost 50,000 people across four continents. And it does recommend a goal of 8,000 to 10,000 steps for people under 60. So just keep that in mind. When's the last time you hit the six, six to 8,000, which is what you said? Yeah. When's the last time you hit the 6,000 mark on your steps? Um, well, I did go on a walk yesterday, so let's see. Uh, I don't know how many steps I took yesterday. As you're telling the story, pop mine open. As you look for yours, I'll give you mine. I, I ran yesterday, but I'm only 4,500 steps. I need to go back to Sunday. I had 9,000 steps, but outside of... And I ran twice on Sunday. That's why it's so high. But outside of that, I'm not hitting I'm not hitting that 6,000 mark too often. Yesterday, I, I had 7,621 steps. So I hit, I guess I hit that mark yesterday. That's good. Yeah. I I mean, I, I had a busy day yesterday, <laughs> probably the day before. Not so much. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We choose that. We choose our hot days. Yeah. Oh, look at these steps the day prior of nothing. Uh, finally this morning, could using too many emojis at work prevent you from getting promoted? A new study says it's possible. Researchers found that people who use emojis in work emails or things like Slack messages tend to be seen as less authoritative. So it, it doesn't matter what your role is. Even CEOs look weaker if they use them a lot. The authors of the study said you don't need to avoid them entirely, but it might be a good idea to consider the context of the email first and only use them sparingly. Do you use emojis in your emails? In emails? I, I, I may have in the past. I do not now, though. No, I do not. I do in text messages a lot. A lot? Yeah. Um, you in emails? Mm, I have, but not like the ones that are preset on your um, phone. I used to do the ones where it was like a colon and then a parenthesis to make a smiley face. Yeah. Um, I used to make those, but I haven't in a while. Not really. Steph, you? Do you uh, use emojis? I don't. I don't do it to other people because I have to email. I email myself to post on social media, and a lot of our social media has emojis in it. But I don't do emojis to other people. No. We switched our email work email account to a Gmail account, and I'm so used to doing Yahoo or whatever the work email was. I'm just not used to this Gmail account. I don't like it. What what don't you like about Font it? Font size, replying to the reply all, at least for the way mine. I'm sure you can configure stuff, but like the reply all, I got to hit a couple extra buttons to get to reply all. If it's a group email, I'll do like a one reply. Ah! 
ah, reply all, I gotta open things up. I'm just not, I'm not used to this setup of it, it yet. It takes a little time. I actually like it better now that I'm used to it. Mm-hmm. At first, I didn't like it, but now I'm starting to like it, and I love the unsend feature. Have you used that yet? No, where's that? Oh, that's the best. When you regret an email, you're like, never mind. Uh, well, I, and, 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 and I haven't had any regret ones. It's been like, I, I sent the wrong thing, or I forgot to include something, and then you can hit unsend, and then it brings it back, and then I can finish it or do what I need to How do. How fast do you give the unsend option? Well, you can set it to, to be all the way up to a minute um, where you have that option. So at the bottom, you, it, when you send it, it should say, like, unsend now. I see it right now. Yeah. I just sent you a blank uh, email. It says... And Mine was there for five seconds. That's so, so you need to go in your settings and change it to a minute. Whoa. So you'll have time before it sends. That is the greatest feature. I love that. That saved my butt so many times on so many things. That's brilliant. But I just got your email, so you I did know. not send it. <laughs> Someone didn't take that Gmail course. Um, yeah. <laughs> that, that was like lesson number one What's on that Gmail the, course. Yeah. They're like, change the time on your unsend email. And I was like, first thing I did. I hope our big boss is still not listening anymore. <laughs> Well, this is this is really special. In honor of Women's History Month, we have Mercedes in the Mornings, Women That Wow Wednesday. We're really excited about the woman who wows this week. We are going to introduce you to one of our women of Metro, a captain in Metro that truly does wow. We introduce you to Captain Michelle Tavares coming up next. It is Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning, and that is Charlie Puth with Light Switch. Now, still to come this hour, 940, your tickets to the Disneyland Resort. Wednesdays is brought to you by Finley Automotive, and in honor of Women's History Month, we like to honor a woman in the Las Vegas Valley that we feel is just wowing us, that's doing amazing things, and this week we want to honor Captain Michelle Tavares. She is a captain with the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department, the Spring Valley Area Command. Hello, Michelle. Hello, Captain Tavares. How are you? Good morning, Mercedes. How are you today? Doing so good. First of all, congratulations on your appointment as captain. How was that road to captain for you? Thank you. Um, Honestly, this is a place that I never really saw myself. I've been around the agency a long time. My father was a police officer. He retired as a captain. And so he would always tell me that being a sergeant is the best job on the agency. So I truly thought I would never go past sergeant. But, you know, as things unfolded and my career continued on, I just realized how much good stuff I could really do for the community, for the agency, for the cops if I progressed and moved up. So that's kind of how I ended up here. Well, Captain Tavares, is it your father that inspired you to get into law enforcement? Did you always know you were going to follow in his footsteps or did someone else inspire you to choose this life path? So actually, no, I was never going to be a police officer. I had every intention of being a teacher. I love to teach. That's probably why being in a position of leadership is so rewarding for me because the teaching mentorship aspect of it. But I would tell people growing up that I would never be a police officer. And I ended up going on a ride along one day and I was instantly hooked. You know, I was like, what's not to love about this? You get to 
drive fast, you put bad guys in jail, like, what a job. And that's kind of how I ended up here. My father didn't really want me to be a police officer, and being a parent myself now, I totally understand. But once I told him I was committed, he was insanely supportive. Now, not only are you you know, driving fast and putting the bad guys away, like you said, <laughs> but you also were one of those first responders on a very dark day in Las Vegas history on 1 October. Um, what? How, do, how was that day for you? Because I know that you, you worked for almost 24 hours straight that day yeah you know a lot of our agency did um that one was an uh, kind of an eye-opener for me because my wife is a fire captain here in las vegas and so at that time i was a sergeant but i was also doing an adjunct position as a crisis negotiator so when the shooting occurred i was called out for the crisis negotiation aspect of it. And I remember sending my wife a message telling her there's an active shooter on the strip. And she was at work that night herself. And, you know, I was very wrapped up in my response and what I needed to do and the role I needed to fulfill. So I was getting ready, getting everything out the door, getting my nanny there to take care of my kiddos. And when I got in the car, I realized I hadn't heard from my wife which was unusual because typically a, a message like that would elicit a response. And, you know, we, um, we follow each other's iPhones. We track each other's iPhones, you know, so obviously so I can make sure she's not cheating on me. Less than from a cop. <laughs> yeah, but no, we, we do it honestly because we work such demanding jobs. It gives us the ability to just check in on each other. And so I pulled up the, the map and I saw that her little blue dot was directly on top of the Mandalay Bay. <laughs> and so, of course, I had this like instant moment of panic. Because I realized that my wife um, had responded to that shooting. She was actually the first engine on scene outside of the one that was stationed at the concert that night. But it was really the first time in my career that we had overlapped in such a way that reminded me of the realities that we could end up on an incident together where both of us are in such danger that, you know, we may not come home. And so that, that was a real eye-opening moment for me. And um, so I ended up working almost 24 hours. I, I don't think I slept for like 34, 38, something like that. So it was it was a long night for, for everybody on our agency and for Las Vegas as a whole, really. Truly uh, just a hero to this community. You um, have done so much. You have served as an inaugural member of Peep Cadre, an extension of the LVMPD's Police Employee Assistance Program. You are an inaugural member of the LGBTQ Recruitment Council. You are also serving as a board member of LVMPD's Women of Metro. You have beaten thyroid cancer this summer 14 years cancer free and as you mentioned you're a mom to four beautiful kiddos i don't know how you do it captain tavares you are truly truly a woman who wows we salute you and in honor of women's history month we would like to honor you as a woman who wows we have a personalized mercedes in the morning plaque from h and j trophies for you for all that you do for this Las Vegas community. Oh, you guys are amazing. And I will tell you, I'm, I'm kind of starstruck. I have been listening to 
um, Mercedes in the morning since as long as I can remember. So I feel like I'm talking to celebrities right now. <laughs> you and JC. I mean, I catch you guys as often as I can. So I, I thank you for this. I'm very humbled. I appreciate all the accolades. I really don't feel like I wow that much, but I appreciate it from you guys. Thank you so much. You wow us, and it's a black Dodge Challenger 2017. If you see it, maybe five or ten over the speed limit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just saying it, though. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'll make sure that you get a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, everyone APB on. <laughs> Thank you so much, Michelle. Thank you both. We still have lots to come this afternoon. That song has been 70 weeks on the Billboard Hot 100. That is a record for a female singer. The weekend, I think, has the most with blinding lights, like 90 weeks. I think Dua Lipa might be able to catch him. Mercedes in the Mornings, What's Trending? Woo! On Mix 94.1. Life is Beautiful is trending this morning. So the list of performers for the Downtown Las Vegas Festival was released yesterday. And some of the acts, huge lineup, include Arctic Monkeys. Life is beautiful. So will Jack Harlow? What's poppin'? Brand new whip, just hopped in. I got options. I can pass that like Stockton. Just joshing. I'm spending this holiday like Also, Kygo. Migos on there. Walk it like a tuck it. Walk it. Walk it like a tuck it. Walk it. Walk it like a tuck it. Tuck it. Walk it like a tuck it. Cage the elephant. And Beach House rounds out the headlining performers for. The three-day event that's going to be held in September this year. Nearly 180,000 people are expected to attend. Tickets, they go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. Great time. Amazing food, the artwork, and just the people downtown just hanging out, having a great time. It's, we went last year for one night for Glass Animals, and I had a blast. And you, you went, what, two out of three? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We were there. <laughs> Megan the Stallion and Ashniko and Don Tolliver. Like, we were at the, the hip-hop stage most okay. of the- <laughs> we went in, we got our glass animals, and we got out. Yeah, but it's an awesome experience. It was a lot of fun. Also trending this morning is Kylie Jenner. She's opening up about her struggle with postpartum life following the birth of her son. She opened up on her Instagram stories yesterday to talk to her fans about what she's been going through following the birth of her son, Wolf Webster. In the series of clips, she's she was walking on a treadmill and saying, you know, I just want to say to my post that my postpartum has not been easy. The experience for me personally has been a lot harder than with my daughter. It's not easy mentally, physically, spiritually. And she just wanted to let her her um, fans know that it's okay not to be okay. She says, once I realized that, I was putting some pressure on myself. 
I just kept reminding myself, I made a whole human being a beautiful, healthy boy. And we have to stop putting pressure to be back, not even physically, just mentally after birth. It is a trip when you think about it. It really is. I'm sorry, but like... Like your two girls, Sophie and Brooklyn, they were like inside you. You like you and Matt created that life and it grew out of you. And I grew them. You grew like them. a plant. You got a nice garden. Them. You got a good garden, <laughs> Thank Mercedes. You. Thank you very much. Um, and then uh, finally this morning, Reese Witherspoon is trending. So the actress is making the most of her entrepreneurial skills and partnering with Simi Winery for her own editor's collection, Rose. Hey, Steph, this is something you can uh, you can actually try now that you're into wine. Uh, this one's sounds pretty good too this rosé um it's connected with her wine uh, her book club it's described as an elegant pale pink medium bodied blend developed by Simi's um female led winemaking team with the help of the heroines of Reese's book club it's going to sell for $18.99 and it'll be available at stores nationwide and on the Simi website and part of the profits will benefit the readership which is Reese's book club efforts to support literacy and that is what's trending. Tickets to Disneyland are coming up in just about 12 minutes, 940. Four pack of tickets for you. That's Weezer covering Toto's Africa on Mix 94.1. Alicia. Hello. Hello. How are you? Hello. 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 Hi. <laughs> Hi. How are you? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> I just wanted to see how you were doing. Oh, also, I just, I wanted to let you know you're caller 20. What? Oh, my gosh. I was literally panicking, having a panic attack when they put me on hold. I'm so excited. You are going to Disneyland. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> I have to speak quietly because I'm in my office, but I'm so excited. Oh, I, we're so happy for you. I hear the excitement in your voice. Trust me. And who wouldn't be? excited <laughs> this is literally shaking oh, i can't believe i won no, you did win it's a it's real it's reality it's happening and you got that the four pack of two day one park per day tickets to the disneyland resort and you're also qualified for this grand prize a vacation for four that includes a two-night stay and three-day one park tickets now we'll have these again tomorrow morning at 9 40 and heather collins has your next chance to win today coming up in the five o'clock hour Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Wednesday. We will be back tomorrow. Very excited because we have a very special guest joining us in the 9 o'clock hour tomorrow. Coach Lindy from our UNLV Lady Rebels. They're in the big dance this weekend. She's joining us tomorrow morning around 9.15. She's a Vegas girl, too. I know. Went to Durango High School and now taking our Lady Rebels to the dance. We're going to talk to her a little bit about that. Also, tomorrow morning, we're going to have more tickets for you to see the script. Mix 94.1 presents the script at the House of Blues, and we've got your tickets in the 6 o'clock hour. More Backstreet Boys tickets for you in the 8 o'clock hour. And of course, everyone is calling. I'm actually hearing from friends I haven't heard from in months. The text and messages. they're like, oh, well, when are you giving away those Disney tickets? 9 o'clock hour, tomorrow morning. Again. What's the trick to win? Listen at 940. Yeah, listen and call. <laughs> yeah. That's all I can do, you know. Um, but we appreciate you guys listening and good luck to you. Heather or, uh, Heather will be giving some away in the 5 o'clock hour, so make sure you're listening for that. J-Love is on the way next to get you through your workday. And right now it's time for the line of the day. We did kid confessions. Now, Mercedes as a kid confessed to stealing a ring. I stole a baseball card, and you guys, 
You had some interesting confessions. Was out in the desert playing with a cousin, and on the way home, I found some matches. I lit a little fire right by a bunch of these bushes. Got really big, and I got scared, and I ran away. I ran home, and then I waited about a half hour for my cousin and my friend to come home, and they never did. And I was wondering what they were doing, so I went back to look for them, and the fire department was there, putting the fire out that I created. I like how we just start the calls like stating his first name. He's like, "Hi, I'm Tom Smith," and I don't know. I'm like, "Whoa!" Like, on that idea, like maybe you should change your name. Uh, maybe it wasn't really. Right. Maybe change it ahead yeah, of time. And don't play with matches. Yeah, Less don't, than, don't, don't, don't. Nothing but trouble. <laughs> That'll do it for show number 1588 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.